the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. We are happy to have you here. And got to give you some uh, updates and warnings just right off the top of our program today. Well, if you haven't been outside since this morning... The winds have really picked up, and uh, the gusts are are, are pretty significant. Now, uh, two reports I just want to pass on to you. First, uh, our own Captain Matt Bruce uh, was talking about uh, the high winds that are already on uh, whipping across the Skyway Bridge, and want to remind you that if it it, uh, remains open, uh, I don't think it's going to be open for too much longer, but especially if you are driving a high-profile vehicle, uh, well, you may want to rethink that. Now, we also heard from uh, our general manager, Barb Yoder, who was southbound uh, on the um, uh, Skyway and reported that the southbound lanes have been closed. Um And so uh, I wonder if it's going to be only time before the northbound lanes are closed. Now, we're not going to necessarily attribute that to the winds at this point because uh, we haven't got any official uh, notification. Um, All right, this is just in from the Skyway Bridge. All northbound and southbound lanes are closed on the Skyway Bridge due to high winds. Uh, that came in at about, what, two minutes ago? As of uh, five minutes and one second after the 4 o'clock hour, and uh, I don't necessarily anticipate that that's going to be coming down. There is also a warning in Pinellas. There's a high winds advisory. Use caution when traveling. So uh, now is the time that you must immediately um, well head for I-75. <laughs> If you're in Sarasota, Bradenton, heading uh, up to Tampa, uh, you're not going to be able to take that uh, shorter route, uh, depending if you're heading into uh, Pinellas County uh, or further north. And uh, also, uh, for those of you that were getting, getting ready to go southbound, um, try and scoot on over to 75. Uh, one of the roads you might want to use is the Selman Expressway. 
takes you from um, actually actually all the way down to Bay to Bay, up through downtown Tampa, then uh, eastward, and uh, lets you exit right there on I-75. So that's probably the the quicker way to do that. But uh, let's just talk about what's happening uh, tonight. Now, um, this storm system right now, I was watching before we came on the air, uh, there are tornado watches all over the place, all over the south, as this very uh, potential storm is uh, moving into our area. Now, um, Paul Delegato was calling this uh, from uh, Fox 13 Weather, probably all the way back to Sunday or Monday. And right now that uh, we had the first round of clouds that came through, we've had a couple rounds of clouds that are coming through. And uh, right now uh, we can see the tremendous uh, shower activity uh, from Pensacola to the southeast. Uh, Tallahassee is going to be getting it uh, here in just a moment. And so as uh, that system begins to move, as it continues to move, uh, here uh, in an eastward fashion, uh, that's uh, when we are going to be um, watching it very carefully. Now, uh, they had it coming in at uh, 11 or 12 o'clock at night. Now, keep in mind that I not only are we going to probably have a uh, rip current advisory, uh, we're going to have a high wind advisory. There could be some very, very heavy, and I mean heavy, now, let me update that. I'm just looking at uh, the latest update. It could be as, earlier, as early as 10.15 or 10.30 on the latest forecast map, and uh, that would bring the storm coming in uh, across uh, the farther extremes of uh, Pinellas County uh, into uh, Crystal River, Homosassa Springs. So about 10 o'clock is when we want to keep uh, things um, uh, in tow. Now, there's already uh, watches up um, uh, on either side of uh, Tallahassee uh, as this uh, front is uh, moving in this direction. So uh, just keep in mind that it's going to be sort of a turbulent night. So that just reminds you, um, you know, it's be a good time to be um, thoughtful. And if you you don't have your car uh, in a garage, Uh, You're going to want to try and park your car in an area uh, where um, you're not under any trees because certainly we could have some trees that are blown over. But right now, as uh, this very powerful system with a lot of uh, red signatures off the radar, um, the main part of the system just moved across uh, Mobile uh, as well as Pensacola. And uh, it is um, going straight to to the northwest. Uh, Right now, Birmingham uh, and Auburn are are getting hit uh, pretty significantly. Uh, It's already moved through uh, most of uh, Atlanta, uh, but uh, this is on the move. And I know that uh, folks at the Weather Channel and uh, other uh, entities are watching this very closely because there's a lot of rotation happening right now. Panama City is getting hammered the most at this moment uh, as it's coming off uh, the Gulf of Mexico. And um, as we see this uh, moving into the area, uh, Chipley uh, as well as Mariana are getting it. It hasn't quite reached into uh, Bluntstown or uh, over to Quincy. And uh, that means that we've got a few more minutes before it's going to be impacting 
uh, Apalachicola, Apalachicola Bay. Uh, once it does that, it's probably also uh, affecting Crawfordville, and that's when uh, Tallahassee is set to uh, uh, to get hit. So uh, big news of the day is uh, here for us locally is to be safe. And, again, if you're just joining us, the Sunshine Skyway uh, is now closed. Um, it was interesting because about quarter, about 2.45, as I was talking to Captain Matt Bruce, as uh, he has arrived getting ready for uh, – he's, he's an early arriver. I mean, he comes in and he's, uh, he's getting his homework and studying all throughout the late afternoon, early evening. But we were talking about the fact of how windy it was and, uh, you know, it wouldn't take long for the – Skyway to be closed down. In fact, that is what has just happened. So, now that we have you uh, caught up on the weather, uh, give you a couple of other headlines. Uh, we're going to be covering this more in depth in the third hour, but I want to report to you that many of you have who have been following and praying for Florida Senate Bill 404. That is the parental rights, uh, p- parental consent. Uh, for before a young underage girl or woman, uh, girl I should say, uh, can receive an abortion. Uh, that passed out of the Florida Senate uh, earlier today. Uh, it is now going to uh, go through the channels. It will be delivered to the Florida House of Representatives, and um, uh, they will be probably, I forget the sequence next week, uh, I think it's Wednesday, Thursday. could be Thursday, Friday, but I think it's Wednesday, Thursday. Um, what's going to happen is the, uh, the Senate bill will be in messages available for the House to take up. They will take that up along with their version uh, into uh, what's called the special order calendar. It'll be, uh, the Senate bill will be substituted for the House bill. Then they will uh, ask questions and debate that bill. Then it will rest overnight, and the next day it will be on final passage. So um, there's going to be a lot of debate. A lot of people are going to want to talk about this bill. So uh, it's going to be a um, it's going to be a, probably a multi-hour, at least a, a couple of hours. Uh, may certainly on the first round, could be on the second round. But I anticipate by uh, Friday of next week, <clears throat> hopefully we'll be able to bring you the, the praise report, if not Thursday, that that is now going to the governor for his signature. And um, that is all but assured, as he has said in his State of the Union address earlier in January, that uh, he was looking forward to receive that bill and that he would sign that bill. So we have um, a full day here to talk about. The president, uh, early this morning, uh, spoke at the 68th Annual National Prayer Breakfast. And um, we're going to be talking about that uh, here in just a moment. We've got some sound bites that we're going to let you hear about that as well. Uh, president came out, and he had a prop. Of course, everyone was seated before the president came in. And let me just uh, tell you that as far as the optics are concerned, um Nancy Pelosi was at the head table. Uh, she was at the end, as you were looking toward the stage, she was at the uh, far right side of the head table. 
President Trump came into the auditorium uh, and uh, entered the stage from the left behind the curtain. Uh, he shook hands with everybody on the left side up to his position of, of seating at the podium. Then he stopped. And when he finished uh, or when he concluded and departed uh, the prayer breakfast, he went back out the way that he came in. And therefore, there were no um, uh, photo ops of any kind of moments between him and Speaker Pelosi. Now, let me just tell you that <clears throat> I've never seen a prayer breakfast like this. And, of course, I never saw a State of the Union like we saw Tuesday. And let's just say I've never seen an election result night still be unresolved. And, by the way, the Democratic National Committee has had enough. I mean, they've had enough. They are talking about having an actual total recount in Iowa. And so they are in deep weeds, and uh, I'm reminded of what Joe Biden said yesterday the day before and said, well, who knows? Now, obviously, New Hampshire likes to claim that they are the first, first in the nation primary. Why do they claim that? Because Iowa is a caucus. So Iowa, which is actually the first contest, they like to say first in the nation caucus, but uh, Biden uh, said something that would be very embarrassing, not only for the uh, for the party, but for Iowa, and that is he said, well, at this point, because uh, they're going to be voting in, um, whoa, they're going to be voting Sorry. in, uh, <laughs> rock and roll, baby. Yeah. Uh, take care of the carbs from that Cuban sandwich. Uh, but anyway, um, they're going to be voting this weekend in a New Hampshire primary. He said, hey, who knows, maybe that's going to be um, you know, the first in the nation. We'll have to see. Now, uh, also know that coming up in the second hour, author Addison uh, Bevere uh, on his new book, Saints, Becoming More Than Christians. We'll talk to him about uh, his new book. And by the way, Israel got hit by three terrorist attacks in 12 hours. All that and more in the Bill Bunkley Show. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. I'll be right back. I am Professor Nathaniel Burke from the University of Farmer, Hallowed Institute of Higher Insurance Learning, and this is a pop quiz. True or false? To save money on auto insurance, you must forego an agent and go it alone. Solo. Wits against the world. No compass. The answer is false. A farmer's agent is trained by me to save you money. Call a farmer's agent to see how you can save on auto insurance. Find your local agent at farmers.com. We are insurance. We are farmers. Coverage not available in all areas. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. 
When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. Thanks for listening today to Faith Talk. We'd like to introduce you to a new radio program, The Living Word with Pastor Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship. Each weekday, Pastor Danny will walk you through the scriptures, verse by verse, passionately sharing the truth and hope of the gospel for a lost and dying world. Find out more at ccfstpete.church. The Living Word with Danny Hodges, weekdays at 1030 a.m. on Faith Talk, a.m. 570, 910, and And we're back, Bill Bunkley here. The phone lines again are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, the president uh, this morning was uh, at the 68th Annual National Prayer Breakfast uh, in Washington, D.C. And uh, 68 years of uh, coming together and uh, praying uh, about uh, this nation. Now, I got to tell you, I've been to a lot of prayer breakfasts, and I've never been to one that, uh, as far as the president or the governor, as far as the comments that got underway, I was like, "Whoa!" Now, just a, just a, just a quick, quick quip or so. Uh, look, there, there's no doubt that the deep scars that have been inflicted on each other, and I'm talking about the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, and there's a couple of others uh, on her team that could probably, that would also meet that criteria, and, of course, the President of the United States. And so this has been quite a week. I mean, we're still waiting to find out what happened in Iowa, so that's a, that's the chaos in Iowa. So you got you got that whole thing in the background. And uh, a lot of barbs flying back and forth between the parties on that. Then you've got the State of the Union. And during the State of the Union, you know, um, it made for great theater uh, watching the slights between, you know, who, who. <laughs> Anyway, who was uh, who was going to make the the next move? Uh, would it be Donald Trump or would it be Speaker Pelosi? So we saw all that unfold. And by the way, I will say for that moment, the president uh, I think behaved himself and delivered uh, an outstanding speech, although it's being roundly uh, criticized by those uh, on the left. So then we uh, we round that up. Then we have an acquittal, which was expected yesterday so today bright and early the next venue where the speaker and the president were going to be together was this morning's national day of prayer now we have grown to understand that 
We can never script this president. We, we can never predict what this president's going to do. Some people thought, think, uh, some people uh, talk about the concept of thinking outside the box. There's no question that oftentimes this president acts outside the box. So, can I take you back a few de- a few decades? Talking about the, I think it's early fifties. There was a presidential contest between. Mr. Dewey and Mr. Truman. And back then, you had the deadline for the newspapers to be able to, you know, print the results. So when you woke up and put the coffee on, you went out uh, in the front yard and you tried to um, pick up the paper. You want to know who won. Who won. I can tell you that um, in Iowa... Uh, the newspaper there, their deadline was 10.30 or 11 o'clock on Monday, so they had some real decisions to make. But you might remember the headlines where it said, Dewey defeats Truman. If you're old enough to remember, you know that, oops, that didn't happen that way. On most, uh, on a lot of the newspapers around the country today, uh, they carried uh, similar headlines. Trump acquitted. Big, bold letters, right? So the president gets up on the stage, and next thing you know, he's holding up a newspaper reminiscent of Harry Truman. Because if you remember the photograph, Harry Truman was holding up the paper after he knew he was then the winner of the presidential campaign. So Trump... Now, this is just me. Trump takes the pose like Harry Truman did. And I'm like, wow. And I'm thinking, man, this is the prayer breakfast. (laughs) This is where a whole bunch of people come together, Democrat, Republican, Independent. uh, And although it is um, uh, pretty much, uh, for the most part, a Christian prayer breakfast, but uh, other faiths are there and represented and respected. So he holds up the newspaper, and he re- he referred to Truman Dewey after he he uh, he struck his polls pose, and then uh, he uh, he begins his remarks in ways that I maybe maybe I just sat there with my mouth open. Now we're gonna take a break in a minute. When we come back, I'm going to give you a little bit of a flavor of a prayer breakfast Trump style. That doesn't mean that I'm condoning it. You follow what I'm saying? Because quite frankly, you know, I support the president. I'm going to be supporting the president. And uh, we got a little bit of time before our break there. Um, I support the president and... uh, but but I was uncomfortable. I, I, I look. I, I know he has been skewered. I know that he and his family it's been a quite an ordeal, and I get it. And, and uh, you know, but at the same time, I was like, well, I don't know if the prayer breakfast is where you wanted to make all of uh, these comments. But um, the president. Let me give you one of these real quick, and we'll have a few more after the break. 
Now, how often does the president say that he makes a mistake? How often have you seen the president say, well, you know, I made some mistakes in the past, but, well, one of the memorable lines from the president this morning at the prayer breakfast was about that topic. Uh, Alongside of his, um, his testimony about how hard he is working for America. Well, thank you very much. I'm working very hard for you, I will tell you. And sometimes you don't make it easy, and I certainly don't make it easy on you. And I will continue that tradition, if I might, this morning. And, Arthur, I don't know if I agree with you. But I don't know if Arthur's going to like what I'm going to say. But I love listening to you. It's really great. Thank you very much. And, of course, the author was a keynote speaker and uh, certainly um, philosophically probably not on the same page. When we come back, um, that's just teeing it up. Certainly sound like the president might have had a late night last night. Oh, yeah, he sounded really tired. Yeah, it looks like uh, he might not have gone to bed last night. Of course, who knows how many folks were at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue of his supporters who were uh, whoop, 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 whoop. But uh, nonetheless, you're going to hear vintage Donald Trump coming up in just a moment. And it was at today's National Prayer Breakfast. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump earlier today spoke about his impeachment acquittal from the White House. The president spoke before invited guests and once again said he did nothing wrong and no other president should have to go through what he did. The president promoting religious freedom during his appearance at the National Prayer Breakfast today, addressing the 68th annual breakfast, which attracts a mix of religious and political leaders. The president says his administration is creating a culture that protects religious freedom. U.S. productivity rebounded in the final three months of last year, helping to boost productivity growth for the year to its best showing in nearly a decade. The Commerce Department says productivity grew at an annual rate of 1.4% in the October-December quarter. On Wall Street, the Dow is ahead 55 points, the Nasdaq up 45. This is SRN News. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. That's 800-311-6855. 800-311-6855. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'll be joining the team at Salem Media Group in the summer of 2020 
on a scenic cruise to Alaska. I'd like to extend a warm invitation to you to join us. I've been before, and Alaska is a spectacular place where God's design and His majesty are constantly on display. Glaciers, mountains, and untamed wildlife. If you've ever contemplated exploring this inspiring frontier, now is your opportunity, especially as we will enjoy all of these wonders from the comfort of our first-class cruise ship. The week will be filled with more than just awe-inspiring landscapes and quaint seaside ports, as Laura's story leads us in our worship and as we turn to God's Word as a compass for our time together. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise departing August of 2020. For more details and to join Alistair Bag, Laura Story, and Michael O'Brien on the Deeper Faith Cruise to Alaska, log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Hi, I'm Brian Golden, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church, and I want to invite you to tune into Unfiltered Radio. Whether you're a skeptic, maybe you've been hurt by the church, or you are a Jesus follower, we want to help you in your journey of faith or investigating faith. On Unfiltered, we're honest. We try to speak at street level about what it means to follow Jesus and his teachings. And what you'll discover may lead you to give Jesus another look. Listen to Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden, weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. All right, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, the Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. What a treat I just had. My dear friend of decades, Sally Harris, is in the house, and um, she has made a decision to um, uh, put herself uh, in contention to return to public service here in Hillsborough County, and uh, good good chance to just see her for about 30 seconds, uh, get a hug, and so um, uh, she is uh, one of our favorite people when it comes to knowledge about the school board. As well as, as well as county commission issues, but uh, uh, boy, it was uh, good to see her. And she's uh, with uh, Mary Brockett working out some things. So I had a chance to say hello for a second. Well, <clears throat> we're talking about this morning at the 68th annual National Day of Prayer. The uh, the president, as usual, was um, pretty much in, even in rare form for the president. Now, understand this. That after yesterday's acquittal, late in the afternoon, um, whether you support him or you don't support him, I mean, this has been a this has been the, the culmination of, of a long, bitter feud. Certainly on the level of the Hatfields and the McCoys. So one can imagine that um, Trump is um, uh, by nature pretty outspoken. Uh, maybe one of the most transparent presidents we've ever had. But with that, sometimes you, you you get that transparency and, you know, it can almost be part in your hair, uh, if you know what I mean. Uh, but um, I, I don't necessarily 
condone that this was the right venue for some of these comments because normally a um, a prayer breakfast is where we sort of come together and it's, I want to say it's solemn, but certainly respectful and uh, we have prayers for uh, different aspects of uh, uh, the national and the world interests and uh, humanity in general. <clears throat> but anyway, after the president held up uh, the newspaper, big letters uh, showing Trump acquittal, and uh, talked about the fact that, uh, uh, you know, sometimes he makes mistakes, et cetera, et cetera. But then he went on the attack. Uh, this is uh, cut number one. Um, this one was probably um, aimed at Mitt Romney. And... Um, I don't know if this is including the second cut uh, about uh, not liking people who pray for him who are his enemies, but nonetheless, uh, this is from the prayer breakfast. Let's listen. I don't think anybody's done more than all of us together during this last three years. And it's been my honor. But this morning we come together as one nation blessed to live in freedom and grateful to worship in peace. As everybody knows, my family, our great country, and your president have been put through a terrible ordeal by some very dishonest and corrupt people. They have done everything possible to destroy us, and by so doing, very badly hurt our nation. They know what they are doing is wrong, but they put themselves far ahead of our great country. Weeks ago and again yesterday, courageous Republican politicians and leaders had the wisdom, fortitude, and strength to do what everyone knows was right. I don't like people who use their faith as justification for doing what they know is wrong. Nor do I like people who say, I pray for you, when they know that that's not so. So many people have been hurt, and we can't let that go on. And I'll be discussing that a little bit later at the White House. We're joined today by two people whose faith inspires us all, our amazing, wonderful friend, Vice President Mike Pence, and his wonderful wife, Karen. Thank you, Karen. Well, that was President Trump and um, the two references there. And again, you could hear a pin drop, obviously, uh, as everybody uh, to, to say that he had everybody's attention would be a huge understatement. But I want to tell you that the first reference was to um, not by name, but the first reference was aimed toward. Utah Senator Mitt Romney, who voted guilty, the only Republican 
to leave the ranks and to vote uh, vote guilty. The second one was for uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi. On many occasions, uh, she's talked about how she prays for the president, and uh, that was also a theme uh, later in the morning when she had her press conference. So understand, I got some more cuts here, but understand what happened today. Uh, so today we start off with the National Day of Prayer. Big, 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 big event, everybody there. Then Nancy Pelosi has her weekly press conference at 11. So she's uh, she's ripping into uh, President Trump. By the way, pardon the pun. Ripping. Uh, so she rips into to Trump and defends why she ripped up the speech and other other attack items. So then we go back to President Trump, and he's at the White House at noon for his press conference, and so he returns the favor. So understand this is this has been quite a back and forth um, over the last uh, 24 hours or so. But the president went on to talk about that uh, where, what is uh, sort of the state of the nation right now, and uh, he talked a little bit about um, uh, that the country, in his opinion, has never been better than it is doing right now. Again, these are comments from today's National Day of Prayer. For this cherished tradition are a lot of friends in the audience. Many really have become uh, friends. They are political leaders. They become great friends. That's all I get to meet anymore. That and the enemies and the allies, and we have them all. We have allies, we have enemies. Sometimes the allies are enemies, but we just don't know it. (laughs) But we're changing all that. But thank you all, and thank you all for being here. I also want to welcome foreign dignitaries from more than 140 countries. That's something. Something. Think about 140 people there just from other countries, plus all of Everyone here congressional members and guests. Everyone shared conviction. We know that our nation is stronger, our future is brighter, and our joy is greater when we turn to God and ask him to shed his grace on our lives. On Tuesday, I addressed Congress on the State of the Union and the great American comeback. That's what it is. Our country has never done better than it is doing right now. Our economy is the strongest it has ever been. And for those of you that are interested in stocks, it looks like the stock market will be way up again today. According to the latest Gallup poll that just came out a little while ago, a few minutes ago, American satisfaction is at the highest level ever recorded. Can you imagine? And that's from Gallup, no friend of mine. Gallup poll, and um, and again, uh, very interesting uh, facts that the president was sharing. A little unusual, though, for these facts uh, to be presented uh, at the venue of the National Day of Prayer. Uh, Then he went on to talk about the revival in the economy and the renewing of the national spirit. Let's listen in. As we revive our economy, we are also renewing our national spirit. Today, we proudly proclaim 
that faith is alive and well and thriving in America, and we're going to keep it that way. Nobody will have it changed. It won't happen as long as I'm here. It will never, ever happen. Something which wasn't done nearly enough, I could almost say wasn't done at all, we are standing up for persecuted Christians and religious minorities all around the world. Like nobody has ever done. And last but not least, we'll get this in. This is probably the most important cut of the morning to me because this is relevant to uh, religious freedom and prayer. Let's listen in. As I said on Tuesday in the House chamber, in America, we don't punish prayer. We don't tear down crosses. We don't ban symbols of faith. We don't muzzle preachers. We don't muzzle pastors. In America, we celebrate faith. We cherish religion. We lift our voices in prayer. And we raise our sights to the glory of God. So much of the greatness we have achieved, the mysteries we've unlocked and the wonders we've built, the challenges we've met, and the incredible heights that we've reached has come from the faith of our families and the prayers of our people. Before America declared independence, patriots in all 13 colonies came together in days of fasting and prayer. In the bitter cold of Valley Forge, Washington and his men had no food, no supplies, and very little chance of victory. Reminded me a little bit of 2016. We had very little chance of victory, <laughs> except for the people in this room, and some others believed we were going to win. I believed we were going to win. But what they did was have an unwavering belief that God was with them. I believe that too. God is with the people in this room. Before a single skyscraper rose up in New York City, thousands of poor American families donated all they could to build the magnificent St. Patrick's Cathedral. When Buzz Aldrin landed on the moon, he said, Houston, I would like to request a few moments of silence. Then he read from the Bible. At every stage, our nation's long march for civil rights was inspired, sustained, and uplifted by faith, prayer, and devotion of religious believers. To protect faith communities, I have taken historic action to defend religious liberty, including the constitutional right to pray in public schools. That is President Donald Trump. We'll be right back. 
is Sherry Brandell, and I'm the visionary of Fashion Meets Faith, and I get to be your speaker at the Ladies' Night Out event for Big Talk Radio. I'm going to teach you how to look better and feel better, but really how to feel better in how God made you. When I was growing up, I was always the tallest girl in the room, bigger features, everything, and it was hard. Well, what is it for you? What are those things that you're kind of upset about? Do you look in the mirror and say, oh my goodness, I just don't like the way that I look? Well, you've got to come to this event because I promise you one thing. When you walk away from there, you will feel better about your body, about the way that you're made. Make sure you get your tickets. And it's at Mission Hill Church, Thursday, March 5th. I can't wait to be there with all of you that night. See you then. Get your tickets today for Ladies Night Out, March 5th at Mission Hill Church and Temple Terrace, featuring Sherry Brandell. And you could win a seven-day cruise courtesy of Travel Cats. Get your tickets for Ladies Night Out at letstalkfaith.com. If you run a business, you know your financial results are directly linked to the performance of your people. Hello, friends. Jim Nance here. Every team wants to operate at peak performance, and now you can with the proven workforce optimization solution from Insperity. This powerful combination of HR and business solutions is the most comprehensive business performance offering in the marketplace, delivering administrative relief, better benefits, reduced liabilities, and a systematic way to improve productivity. And since your business is like no other, this solution is customized to fit your unique company needs. If you're ready to make your company run better, grow faster, and make more money, call 800-465-3800 or visit Insperity.com and meet with your Insperity business performance advisor today. It's what we do. Insperity, inspiring business performance. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662. 800-704-1662. That's 800-704-1662. What would you do if you knew skills designed to help you generate income and build confidence toward your retirement goals? Get started by joining the more than 500,000 people who've attended a class at Online Trading Academy. The first introductory class is free. Call 888-989-6525 to register in this new year. That's 888-989-6525, 888-989-6525 or otaclass.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1. Streaming at Let's Talk Faith.com. 
we're back. We're back on a windy, windy, windy afternoon. And I uh, want to remind you, if you're just joining us, that the Skyway Bridge, as expected, closed down about five minutes after four this afternoon, or at least that's when the announcement went public uh, from after three, excuse me. And sometimes I forget whether I started three or four or five. But anyway, uh, just about five minutes after three. So I just want to again reiterate, if you're just joining us, do not attempt to go anywhere near uh, the Skyway Bridge to complete your journey this afternoon or this evening. As uh, accurately predicted, uh, we have some very strong winds. And when you get up as high as you do at the peak of the Skyway Bridge, not only is it extremely dangerous for high-profile vehicles, I want to tell you, uh, I have a Dodge Grand Caravan, and on windy days, and I've been across the Skyway when certainly wasn't closed, I can tell you, you can get kind of blown around a little bit. And uh, if, you get, uh, if you get sort of psyched out and uh, even take a quick look over your shoulder, it's a little daunting. So... Here's my recommendation. Certainly, if you are in Sarasota and Bradenton and needed to head into Pinellas County, uh, you're going to pop over to I-75. What should be kind of the quickest route, at least to get to downtown Tampa, is to go ahead uh, into uh, Brandon. But just before you get to to Brandon, you want to take the exit for the Selman Crosstown Expressway. And uh, quite frankly, if you're going into South St. Pete, you might want to consider taking that, uh, or amid the South St. Pete, might want to consider taking that all the way to uh, the Gandhi Boulevard in Tampa, then go across the Gandhi Bridge. Of course, when you get to Ybor City, you can do the crossover. It's going to be a lot of congestion there at Malfunction Junction, where I-4, I-75 come together, and you can continue onward there. Same thing in the reverse direction. Um, make your way over to Tampa. Uh, you can pick up uh, the Selman Expressway all the way again uh, at um, uh, Gandhi Boulevard. You can take that uh, all the way up, uh, eventually exiting on uh, I-75 uh, South, and you can get in that way. Uh, please don't expect for this to be a one- or two-hour um, um, advisory. Uh, things are just picking up, and in addition to that, now I think about let's say 10 or 10-ish, something like that, depending on where you're at. Certainly uh, be ready before that time by, uh, you know, half an hour or so, but that's when we're going to buckle down and have this very strong front with very, very heavy showers moving in. And uh, the tail on this front is uh, pretty long. And when we look at some of these fronts that come across, for instance, sometimes Tallahassee can get hit pretty significantly and uh, ends up Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, Bradenton might get, uh, you know, a few showers, but certainly not as bad. One way I always look at it is how strong and how far down is that tail that goes into the Gulf of Mexico, similar to a tail on a kite. And I can tell you that uh, we have read uh, just about uh, right now due west of Sarasota, uh, but it looks like it uh, sort of uh, begins to tail off after that. So, at least if uh, you're in the Braden, Sarasota area on up, you want to be uh, at least apprised. I've seen some um, models that uh, as we get a little bit later in the afternoon, that tail gets a little bit longer. So uh, at now, just want you to be, um, be safe. Well, <clears throat> we had the National Day of Prayer this morning. No doubt that we have a, a feud going on 
in this divided country at the, the very top levels of government. But I just want to leave you with what the Lord has to say. The Lord does not support feuds. The Lord does not support rivals. In fact, uh, we as Christians should always focus in on two words, love and forgiveness. When Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus in the fourth chapter, 32nd verse, toward the end of that letter, he admonished them as he would admonish us today, and he would, quite frankly, would admonish President Trump and Speaker Pelosi and others. He said, Be ye kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ has forgiven you. Now, no doubt, they're in the rough-and-tumble politics of uh, Washington, D.C. But uh, remember that forgiveness is really what it's all about. And Matthew 6.14 reminds us that if you or I will forgive others for their transgressions, guess what? Our Heavenly Father will forgive you and I also. And the Lord will tend to react with you the way the way you react to others. In Matthew 19 and 35, the tax collector turned saint told us, My heavenly Father will also do the same to you, if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. So um, there's a lot of hurt people in this whole national feud. And I want to remind you of a very, very basic concept. Hurt people hurt people. Hurt people will turn around and hurt other people. So as we uh, share with you what's happening uh, throughout this day, we're going to wrap up our first hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. Coming up in just a moment, we'll be inviting in our answer guests and uh, got a whole lot more to talk about. You can um, go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, and listen online. Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, Call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park online at letstalkfaith.com a service of the Salem Media Group With SRN News I'm John Scott 
President Trump is taking a victory lap following his impeachment acquittal by the U.S. Senate. White House correspondent Greg Clunkston reports. The president hosted a celebration in a packed White House East Room filled with Republican lawmakers and others who supported him throughout his impeachment. I never thought a word would sound so good. It's called total acquittal. Fueled by anger at his political rivals, Mr. Trump denounced the effort to remove him from office. It was evil. It was corrupt. It was dirty cops. At one point, the room erupted when the president held up a copy of the Washington Post with the headline, Trump acquitted. Greg Clugston, the White House. Also at SRNews.com, a powerful winter storm sweeping across the deep south with high winds, rain, and floods. The National Weather Service confirming at least one tornado. The storm front has destroyed homes in Mississippi and Alabama, caused mudslides in Tennessee and Kentucky, and flooded communities that shoulder waterways across the Appalachian region. U.S. productivity rebounded in the final three months of last year, helping to boost productivity growth for the year to the best showing in nearly a decade. The Commerce Department says productivity grew at an annual rate of 1.4% in the October-December quarter, a significant improvement from a 0.2% drop in productivity in the third quarter. For the year, productivity was up 1.7%. In a separate report today, the Labor Department says that the number of Americans filing new claims for unemployment benefits fell by 15,000 to 202,000, the lowest level since last April. The government releases the January jobs report on Friday. Bernie Bennett in Washington. Technology companies leading stocks higher on Wall Street in afternoon trading. Adding to the market's solid gains for this week, major indexes on track for more record highs. Ahead of the closing bell, the Dow up 82 points. The Nasdaq ahead 61. This is SRN News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. A measure of Muslim terrorism in Nigeria. The governor of Borno State, where the problem has been the worst, tells the Daily Post that Boko Haram has left nearly 60,000 women widows and tens of thousands of children orphans. The Muslim terrorist group began its attacks in Nigeria in 2002 and has killed thousands of Christians and driven tens of thousands more out of their homes. There are roughly equal percentages of Christians and Muslims in Nigeria. Michael Harrington, SRN News. The German appeals court has rejected a Jewish man's bid to force the removal of a 700-year anti-Semitic statue from an historic church in Wittenberg. The sculpture is one of more than 20 similar anti-Semitic relics from the Middle Ages that still adorn churches across Germany and elsewhere in Europe. Plaintiff Michael Duhlman argued that the sculpture was a defamation of and insult to the Jewish people that has a terrible effect up to this day. This is SRN News. 
If you're concerned about the state of modern education, have you considered enrolling your child in a private Christian school? Go to ChristianTuitions.com and discover how to get 50% off your first year. Find a school near you at ChristianTuitions.com. That's ChristianTuitions.com. Open enrollment for the 2020 school year begins February 10th at Landa Lakes Christian School. For over 41 years, they've offered a high-quality Christian education for families in Pasco and North Tampa. Landa Lakes Christian School is a fully accredited college preparatory school that offers a balanced program emphasizing the spiritual life, academic excellence, fine arts, and athletics. Classes are available for PK3 through 12th grade. Visit lolcs.org. That's lolcs.org. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show, hour number two. especially want to invite in uh, all of our listeners and uh, friends uh, on our answer stations this afternoon. Uh, glad to have you uh, with us along the way. Now, if you're just joining us on our answer stations, want to reiterate what we've been uh, talking about in the first hour, that the high winds have gotten to a level. They've been expected to hear throughout our listing area, but they are now exceeding safe levels on the Sunshine Skyway Bridge. So uh, you need to avoid trying to go southbound or northbound on that bridge because it is closed. I recommend uh, using the Selman Expressway uh, that uh, comes off of uh, I-75 near uh, just before or just south of the Brandon uh, complex there. Uh, You can take that all the way to downtown Tampa. You can either get off at Ybor City and jump on 275 there, or uh, you can take it all the way down to uh, Gandy, and uh, you can exit there as well. And so as um, we're going to be uh, buckling down for the storm anywhere around 10 o'clock after that, uh, as the, the best guesstimate right now. And, of course, that is uh, six hours uh, away. But uh, definitely want to uh, uh, understand that there's going to be some very heavy storms moving through the area. Anticipate a tornado uh, watch. Remember, a watch is just the conditions are ripe for tornado then you want to listen very closely because whenever you hear the two words tornado warning, that's when you need to stop stop everything you're doing and uh, try to figure out where the the watch um, grid is. So uh, I think for sure we'll have tornado uh, watches tonight. We'll have a, a serious thunderstorm watch tonight. Uh, we'll see uh, how much rain ends up getting dumped as this uh, front line of the, of the front comes through. And then we'll have some uh, cooler air uh, coming in behind it. Other uh, bit of an update. Um, some of you may be without power uh, here in Hillsborough County with Tampa Electric Company, Tico. Now, uh, first of all, uh, there was an erroneous uh, outage report uh, on their website. Uh, just uh, not, not, not probably about 30 minutes ago, we got wind that about 60,000 plus uh, residences and businesses uh, were without power. Well, we have just, uh, we've learned that since then it was a glitch 
there's only about 435 houses that uh, have been affected. So a very, very low amount. Um, don't know why, but uh, obviously if you live in an area where there are exposed uh, lines on poles and they're not underground or uh, to get to your neighborhood somewhere else, you've got some of those uh, um, uh, you know, lines that are on uh, you know, power poles. Wouldn't be surprised if that was, uh, was the issue of the day. Well, give you a little bit of a program note. Coming up in the 4 o'clock hour, and I'm going to give you our app. So for those of you on our answer stations, if you would like to, to listen to the testimony, uh, in, the four, in the 5 o'clock hour, I'm going to take you to the floor, uh, this time not the United States Senate, but I'm going to take you uh, to the floor of the Florida Senate. Earlier today, just uh, a few moments after the 10 o'clock hour, uh, the Florida Senate, made up of 40 members, uh, which is uh, primarily um, uh, um, Democrat Party members as well as Republican Party members, uh, they gathered to consider uh, Senate Bill 404 on final passage. Senate Bill 404 is sponsored by... Florida State Senator Republican Kelly Starjo from Polk County. And that bill is uh, has to do with uh, parents being required to give their consent in most instances before a young underage girl can obtain an abortion. Now, there are judicial bypasses for those cases where... Um, uh, possibly even criminal activity uh, has been happening or uh, other nefarious uh, activities where a child can go to a judge and make that presentation. Well, <clears throat> what we're going to do at the four, at the 5 o'clock hour, I'm going to, um, the whole hearing took about an hour and 17 minutes. We're not going to play the whole hearing. But what I want to do is uh, give you a, a taste or a flavor of uh, the arguments on both sides of the issue. So, again, the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to play um, a couple or three or so of proponents, maybe a couple or three or so of opponents, and we'll also hear uh, from uh, Senator Stargell as she makes her closing uh, presentation. Now, the bill did pass. Um, not going to keep you in suspense about that. So the bill did pass out of the Florida Senate, it will now go in messages over to the other side of the Capitol complex, and that's the Florida House of Representatives. The companion bill has been waiting on second reading uh, in that chamber. It's gone through the committee process. Actually, only had one committee. So when that Senate bill comes over, uh, they'll actually take up the Senate bill because it's identical to the House bill. Or I know that Senator Stargell added an amendment, if necessary, uh, if that's the case, then the House bill would be taken up first uh, with an amendment, and they would make the House bill identical to the Senate bill. That would be step number one. And when the two bills are identical, what they would do is they would substitute the Senate bill over the House bill. And uh, we'll talk about more as to how that happens, which bill, which bill gets passed in the end result. The one with the House number or the one with the Senate number, and there's a there's a little bit of a reason for that uh, at this juncture. And so, 
Um, we're going to have an opportunity to um, look at that in just a moment. Now, as I'm seeing the latest update, let me back things up to uh, Jose about 930, okay? Uh, it looks like about 10 o'clock tonight uh, that system is coming on shore in northern Pinellas a County. Uh, that's about uh, 20 or 30 minutes uh, quicker than uh, what we were seeing just before we came on the air at 3 o'clock. So let's just say by about 9.30 tonight, it would be uh, it would behoove you to be uh, where uh, you need to be before um, that heavy storm uh, comes in. Well, we are in the 4 o'clock hour, and um, this is where we uh, like to give you an opportunity to hear from some of the newsmakers of the day. And uh, this is uh, sort of... Uh, some some various different comments on various different issues, uh, but nonetheless, it was um, it, it is, it's pretty interesting. Let's take up uh, the first topic of the afternoon, and that is Mitt Romney's sole vote, the only Republican who voted in agreement that the House managers provided adequate. Um, um, information, uh, witness testimony, documents. Mitt Romney felt that the House of Representatives proved their case for Article One impeachment against uh, President um, Donald Trump. Article One was the abuse of power. Now, what's interesting is Article Two was obstruction of Congress. Uh, Mitt Romney, the uh, senator from Utah, did not feel that uh, Trump was guilty of um, articles of impeachment number two. Now, there's 68, 67 or 68 percent of the people in his own state of Utah were, were, in, were in support of of the fact by poll that Donald Trump should be should should be found not guilty. So Senator Romney uh, certainly didn't play it safe. And this goes to our discussion at the latter part of the last hour about forgiveness, about moving on, and uh, uh, we've got uh, we've got some pretty good feuds going on right now, and uh, things can get heated up in politics and. And, uh, but I can tell you that uh, the best thing to do when you get in something like this is, even if some of the barbs keep coming in, you, you, just, you, you just keep on your plan. You keep on the plan that God has for you, and you sort of keep on trucking. Well, we don't know how deep <clears throat> the scars and the pain go between whatever's happened between Pre- uh, President Trump and uh, Senator Romney. But it was enough for him to go against the grain. Now, yesterday morning, I think that Fox uh, News Channel got the call about 1130. And uh, Romney's people put in a call to um, um, Chris Wallace and said that he would like to talk about his vote. So we got a little clip here, just a little under a minute. And they got right to it. But. Chris Wallace really went for, you know, the question of the question of the day. And that was, he uh, he asked Miss, uh, Chris Wallace asks Mitt Romney, 
He says, you know, you realize this is war. Donald Trump will never forgive you for this. So we're going to hear that interchange. I thought I would just uh, give you sort of a um, uh, of a pre-announcement uh, of what you're going to hear. Uh, but this is uh, Senator Mitt Romney certainly on the hot seat. Talk about the consequences. You realize this is war. Donald Trump will never forgive you for this. There's a, uh, there's a hymn that is uh, sung in my church. It's an old Protestant hymn, which is, uh, Do what is right, let the consequence follow. Uh, I know in my heart that I'm doing what's right. I understand there's going to be enormous consequence. And, uh, and I don't have a choice in that regard. That's why, that's why I haven't um, uh, been anxious to be in the position I'm in. I, when I heard there was going to be an uh, impeachment investigation, as I heard the evidence that was coming forward, I dreaded the responsibility I'd have. Uh, but I was not willing to abdicate the responsibility given to me by the Constitution, nor to ignore my conscience out of personal and political uh, uh, significance. I mean, I, I, considerations. I mean, I, I had to follow my conscience. Well, uh, we're going to see how that decision plays out in the days ahead because uh, it's going to be um, uh, sort of interesting. And uh, I wonder. The president uh, does seem to be aggressive toward his enemy, so we will see how that will play out. Now, we're going to have some more opportunities from our newsmakers coming up a little bit later because um, I just want to remind you that at the bottom of the hour, we're going to be talking with author Addison D. uh, Bevere. Uh, Jose, help me on this one. Bevere? Bevere. 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 It's French, right? Bavare. Well, I'll leave that to you. It's Greek to me. Uh, just kidding. That was just a joke. Uh, Saints becoming more than Christians. Addison Bavare is going to be with us uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour. Um, as we look at uh, moving forward, uh, we're going to be hearing from um, Frank Luntz and um, how the media is missing uh, about uh, how the needle has moved for undecided voters in Trump's direction. Uh, we've seen some significant shifts just in the last few days, and they've all been significant shifts in support of the president. So something has happened, and as predicted, these extended in, uh, you know, uh, impeachment investigations not only has worn the country out, uh, but some of the things that we've been seeing the last few days there are people flocking to support President Trump. We'll be right back. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com connecting you with new customers ladies save the date for march 5th and get ready for food fun and faith at faith talks annual ladies night out at mission hill church in temple terrace you'll be encouraged to love who you are and how god created you by fashion meets faith founder sherry brindell i'm going to teach you how to feel better 
in how God made you. When you walk away from there, you will feel better about your body, about the way that you're made. I can't wait. See you then. Connect with other Christian women while enjoying light hors d'oeuvres and browsing our expo. Get your name in the hat to win amazing door prizes. And thanks to our friends and sponsors at Travel Cats, your name could be drawn to win a seven-day, six-night cruise. You say where. Faith Talks Ladies' Night Out with Sherry Brindell. March 5th at Mission Hill Church, Temple Terrace. Food Trucks and Expo at 5, main event at 7. Tickets are going fast at letstalkfaith.com. Join us Sunday at noon for The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. He began to talk about this church he had seen. It was called the Church of the Emmanuel. And then he says to us, he says, I've never heard of this guy, Emmanuel. Do you guys know who he is? And I said, yeah, matter of fact, I do. It's God. He's with us, even right here. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Sunday at noon on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here at the Bill Bunkley Show. We have another update that uh, is relating to the severe weather that's on its way to Tampa. And, of course, the, the high winds have already closed the Sunshine Skyway. Now, you know, if you were planning to go to the Florida State Fair, today is opening day. But if you've been to the uh, Midway, you know that some of those rides are, are kind of tall as well. Well, here is the update. The Florida State Fair officially has announced that due to the threat of severe weather and high winds, the fair will be closing early. The fair is going to be closing just in just under 40 minutes. At 5 o'clock this afternoon, they will shut down the Florida State Fair. They will begin uh, getting uh, patrons out of the park, which is going to take some time, and they want to have the park secure and not have uh, any civilians in that area, particularly in the Midway. Um, I know that uh, in addition to keeping them safe, some of the operators of the rides uh, may even do a either a partial, partial dismantling, or there could be ways to tie down some of these rides uh, to more protect them from the high winds. So just keep in mind that uh, that is happening. And if you're just joining us again, remember that the Sunshine Skyway Bridge is closed in both directions. So what has just been happening in this whole thing, this whole feud? How has America really been looking at it? Well, you might know Frank Luntz. Uh, Frank Luntz, uh, interestingly, was on CNBC which is uh, not MSNBC, but CNBC uh, yesterday. And um, he was uh, sort of handicapping the media coverage. And um, let's just listen in, then I'll make a comment or two. It's coming right up. Even the coverage is overhyped. It's overcaffeinated. So if you are a left-leaning newspaper, Donald Trump this morning... Everybody hated the speech. If you are right-leaning newspapers, a brilliant speech. Our group actually thought that Donald Trump was not uh, inappropriate. They did not think that he was overly partisan. They thought it was a campaign speech for 2020, which obviously it was. 
But I'm afraid that the people who report the news are actually missing what the voters themselves are saying. We had two undecided voters. They moved towards Trump after the speech was done. And again, Frank Luntz is uh, well known for his focus groups, and uh, he'll be you'll be seeing more of him over the next few weeks because he will do a, a focus group, uh, say, in New Hampshire, moving on to North Carolina, later on Nevada, Florida, et cetera, et cetera. But um, this is a time, especially the huge uh, liberal-oriented newspapers, you cannot expect to get a lot of accurate news out of them. Now, it's a long time toward the election, but at the moment, significant movement as the country considers the platform and the um, the representatives of the two major parties, certainly, I believe, showing a, a very large uh, displeasure for the Democrat Party and what they are bringing and offering as composed to well, let's just say uh, President Trump, because the Republican Party right now is President Trump. Uh, he has amassed the whole party under his leadership, no doubt about that. Well, for those of you who might have appreciated that Rush Limbaugh was given the uh, Presidential uh, Medal of Freedom, well, there was others that didn't think that it was uh, too good of an idea. Now, one of those is a guy that's um, uh, taking the day off this afternoon. Believe it or not, uh, Joe Biden is not campaigning in New Hampshire. Need to have a rest day. Now, he got beat up uh, pretty bad in Iowa. And uh, New Hampshire this weekend was supposed to be uh, his state. Um Believe me, there's something something up with the fact that uh, he's not campaigning today, especially in light of of uh, what happened. Now, um, let's get to his comments with Anderson Cooper. Interviewed him in Manchester, New Hampshire. There was a town hall uh, with uh, Joe Biden, and uh, he was asked about Rush Limbaugh. And um, Joe Biden, when asked about, uh, 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 you know, Rush, Rushbo, um, he has said that uh, Rush uh, was uh, was a racist. So Did Anderson really? Cooper short, sort of uh, pressed him on that. Let's uh, listen in. Mr. Vice President, yesterday... Um uh, I want to ask you about something that happened in the State of the Union. You were awarded the Presidential uh, Medal of Freedom, which is the highest civilian honor by President Obama. Um, and I'm wondering, it was obviously a very emotional moment for you. I remember uh, the ceremony last night, President Trump awarded the same medal to Rush Limbaugh. I'm wondering what you thought when you learned about that. <laughs> Look. Rush Limbaugh spent his entire time on the air dividing people, belittling people, talking about how, talking about blacks in ways, African Americans in ways that, anyway, I do feel badly, and I mean this sincerely, that he's suffering from a terminal illness. So he has my empathy and sympathy no matter what his background is. But the idea that he, as a State of the Union, receives a, a, a medal that is of the 
highest honor that can be committed, given to a civilian, I find, um, quite frankly, driven more by uh, trying to maintain your right-wing political credentials than it is anything else. I mean, if you read some of the things that Rush has said about people, their backgrounds, their ethnicity, how he speaks to them, I don't think he speaks... Uh, I don't think he understands the American code, decency and honor. I, I just really. But look, uh, this is Donald Trump. Did you notice that there was a pause when he was talking about Rush Limbaugh and what he has said about African-Americans? Yeah. D- did you get that pause? Because he was going to give an example. But. He couldn't think of one. Because there aren't any. And and so. You know what this reminds me of? Do you, Bill, do you remember the debate between good old Joe Biden and Sarah Palin when she famously said, oh, there you go again, Joe? <laughs> yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And so um, uh, I, think the, uh, I think the Democratic Party's in a panic. Joe's not, Joe's not doing well, not sounding well. If any of the leading candidates are on the top of the Democrat ticket, you're hearing them talk about the fact we're done. We're not going to beat Donald Trump with socialism. We're not going to beat Trump with far left. That's why they're going to cheat. That's why they're going to bend over for Mr. Bloomberg, only because he's a little more moderate. But boy, oh boy, what they're getting ready to do and are doing, they are really making a lot of party insiders very mad. When we come back, we've got an author with us talking about saints. Would you like to become more than a Christian? We'll have that next on the Bill Bunkley Show. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Trump addressed his acquittal on two impeachment charges today. He said the impeachment was just the latest in a string of attacks that began even before he won the election in 2016. The chairman of the Democratic National Committee is calling for a re-canvas of the results of Monday's Iowa caucus. Technical problems and delays have marred the first contest in the 2020 election calendar. The current results showing Pete Buttigieg and Bernie Sanders nearly tied with almost all of the votes counted. A U.S. official says an American citizen has been kidnapped in Afghanistan by a Taliban-affiliated group and that authorities are working to rescue him. Stocks higher on Wall Street enough to extend the market's gains now to a fourth straight day. The Dow climbed 89 points today. The Nasdaq was up 63. The S&P 500 gained 11 for a record close. This is SRN News. The joint supplements of today are sadly incomplete because they don't start relieving joint discomfort immediately until now. Introducing the complimentary two-week sample of fast-acting Instaflex, our most powerful joint formula ever. It can start relieving joint discomfort in just a few days. Claim your sample today. 1-800-451-3542. Great for your knees, hands, even your hips. Fast-acting Instaflex is available at GNC, but you can only get your complimentary two-week sample by calling 1-800-451-3542. 1-800-451-3542. Hi, I'm Alistair Begg, and I'd like to personally invite you to join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for a week of Christian fellowship and a newfound appreciation for God's creation. Call 855-565-5519 to join us or visit 
deeperfaithcruise.com for all the details. Don't miss the Deeper Faith Cruise departing August of 2020. Log on today at letstalkfaith.com and click the Deeper Faith Cruise banner. Ladies, save the date for March 5th and get ready for food, fun, and faith at Faith Talk's annual Ladies' Night Out at Mission Hill Church in Temple Terrace. You'll be encouraged to love who you are and how God created you by Fashion Meets Faith founder, Sherry Brindell. I'm going to teach you how to feel better in how God made you. When you walk away from there, you will feel better about your body about the way that you're made. I can't wait. See you then. Connect with other Christian women while enjoying light hors d'oeuvres and browsing our expo. Get your name in the hat to win amazing door prizes. And thanks to our friends and sponsors at Travel Cats, your name could be drawn to win a seven-day, six-night cruise. You say where? Faith Talks Ladies Night Out with Sherry Brindell. March 5th at Mission Hill Church, Temple Terrace. Food Trucks and Expo at 5, main event at 7. Tickets are going fast at letstalkfaith.com. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. And also we looked at verse 35, which talks about as long as there's a sun, a moon, stars, that the nation of Israel will never cease from being a nation before God. Heart of Messiah. Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also find encouragement on our Facebook page, WTBN AM 570 and 910. Streaming at Let's We're back, Bill Bunkley here, and uh, got a question for you, especially for the Christ followers that are with us this afternoon. Now, you identify as being a Christian, right? Especially those of you who are Orthodox Christians, you believe in you believe in the, in the inerrancy of the Scriptures. You don't believe in taking the exacto knife and you know cutting out the Scriptures you don't agree with to uh, develop uh, your own philosophy. But let me ask you a question. Have you ever thought of yourselves as a saint or only as a Christian? I don't mean only as a qualifier, but think about that. You know, we, we think about saints with the reverence of uh, the fathers of old. But today we're going to expand your thought process a little bit. Because joining us uh, today is Edison Bavir. Uh, he's a man who appreciates the simple things in life and he likes to to be with his four kids, likes to converse with his wife in the evening, and and uh, when he looks at his day, a meaningful day of work, um, you know, it, it's a good balance. But he also likes a good book. And so I think that probably motivated him to write this good book. He's also the chief operating officer of Messenger International. Uh, that is an organization that impacts millions of people in over 150 countries through its various initiatives, and he's a co-founder of SonsAndDaughters.tv. 
And by the way, we'll give you a website, get a pencil and paper ready if you'd like to connect with him. But he's written a book, opening up our thought process, Saints Becoming More Than Christians. And so, Addison Bevere, good to have you with us this afternoon. Phil, thank you so much for having me. So, we think about the saints of old, and we sort of put them on a higher uh, plateau and platform but because so much of our um, American exposure to the gospel, we are sinners saved by grace. I think we tend to think of ourselves a little bit lower down that ladder, though equally saved. Talk about that. Sure, yeah. So, if you know, it's fascinating to me, Bill. If you look at the New Testament, you'll actually find that the word Christian is used only three times. Twice in Acts, once in First Peter. But the word saint is used over 60 times throughout the New Testament, to define and identify the people of God. Now, it's sad that we use it today in a sense that it, it only belongs to dead people or, or the special elite, people with halos on their head or people who are in stained glass windows. But the reality is, like, this was the identifier that the early church used when they were turning the world upside down, when they were subverting cultural norms, when they were reconciling people groups that, quote-unquote, didn't belong together. And if you look at the person who primarily used this word, it was Paul, the Apostle Paul. And how would he use it? If you look at his letters, he would start his letters with a proclamation of identity. He would say, to the saints in Ephesus, to the saints in Corinth, to the saints in Rome, to the saints in Philippi. So he was calling all of them saints and all of us today who read those letters and apply them to our everyday lives. Mm. You know, one of the things that jumped out at me, and this was uh, kind of uh, into your book in the chapter to fear or not to fear at page 71, by the way, uh, is this whole thought that uh, as, as you're reading uh, other books and, and letting your, your spirit have fellowship with the Holy Spirit um, today, I think a lot of people in the same way, we don't have a proper appreciation working relationship with this concept of a saint. We also, in this country, many of us have lost sight of who God really is. Talk about that. Yeah, it's so true. I feel like God created us in his image, and now we return the favor. We want a God that we can control. We want a God that we can manipulate. And what it leads to is that it leads to a small gospel message. And saints are the people who refuse to manage God on their own terms. They're people who stand in awe of who God is. And because they stand in awe of who God is, they astound their world. Like, we will never reveal God in our world as he actually is unless we first encounter him as he is. And so saints are the ones who refuse to reduce God to a byproduct of their own agenda. And unfortunately, the world in general has a bad view of Christians because we've done this. I I, I tell people, look, I don't really like calling myself a Christian. It's not that I'm ashamed of Jesus. I love Jesus. I believe he's the only person who got this whole humanity thing right. I want to follow in his footsteps. I want to read about his life. I want to learn his ways. I just don't like the stigmas and the stereotypes that have been attached to Christianity because we refuse to see God as he is and then step into this world as his ambassadors, as his saints, as his sons and daughters who reveal his message, who reveal his, his story of redemption, reconciliation, and restoration. Mm. Now, I can process that on a personal level, but yep. when, I, when I think about the fact, when I tell others, well, I'm a Christian, when I tell yeah. somebody, just letting you know, I'm a saint. I mean, I'm also involved with legislative work in Tallahassee, and it's bad enough that I'm the Christian lobbyist. 
But if I were to start walking around, Addison, and say, hey, I'm St. Bunkley, uh, I don't know if I'm going to get a little worse rap than I am just saying I'm Christian Bunkley, you know? I, I don't know. I don't know. I think you might raise some eyebrows. Or like people might oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm hip to like that, yeah. Because we have, we have this idea of a Christian, and it's a cultural idea. I was actually just in Nashville last week. And uh, I hit it off with the restaurant manager, and we were talking, and he asked me what I was doing in Nashville, and I told him I was doing some book tour stuff for Saints. And he's like, man, I haven't been in, to church in decades. He's like, I grew up as a choir boy. He's like, I haven't been to church in decades. He's like, I, I'm disillusioned with God. I'm disillusioned with Christianity. And we talked about it, and I introduced this idea of Saints to him. And then he looked at me, and he goes, you know what, Addison? After I've had a few beers and I've smoked a couple joints, he's like, I start to think about God. <laughs> Yeah, buddy. And then then I told him, I said, hey, here's the thing. Ecclesiastes 3.11 says eternity was written on your heart. I said, there's an expansiveness inside of you that is only fulfilled by its creator. Like, you know you were made for more. That's why you chase satisfaction. That's why you chase fulfillment at the altars of sex, stuff, and status. Like, you know you were made for a good life that you haven't tasted. And, and I start speaking this language to him, and it's the language of a saint. And he he leaned over, Bill, and he showed me his arms. He's like, "Do you see the goosebumps mm. on my arms?" Mm. And I was I had a copy of the book with me. I gave it to him. You know, someone who's not in church, someone who who's been hurt by Christianity. He was so eager. He's like, "I cannot wait to read this tonight. I'm going to read it tonight. I'm going to read it." I'm like, "Great. <laughs> Here's my information. Message me. Let me know what you think." And it's just you know, I think people are looking for fresh language, Bill. More and more people are calling this a quote-unquote post-Christian world. And so I love the idea of going back to the beginning, mm-hmm. looking at the early church, and if we want to have a reformation, we want to have a revolution, let's go back to the beginning and let's see how they identified. And when we look at the beginning, we find this word saint, and it's an identifier that energizes and gives meaning to the present. It gives meaning to our everyday mundane lives. And people, when they think of saints, they think of people that they can't relate to. Mm-hmm. But the reality is to become a saint is to become profoundly human. It's to see your world the way God sees it. It's to feel for your world what God feels for the world. And when you see the world the way God sees it, when you feel for the world the way God feels for the world, you start living in a way that reveals the world, reveals God to the world. Mm. And I want to tell you, you, you need to get a copy of this book because it is an engaging read. And uh, I always talk about, uh, you know, the plight of veteran Christians. Uh, we get into routines. Uh, yeah, we're saved. And, yeah, we give a, you know, well, some of us, you know, two out of ten, we'll give a few shekels when the plate comes around. And, and yeah, we might give a five spot to somebody on the side of the road. But you know what? We're not living dynamically. And uh, if you want to supercharge your life and really think about your position with God, uh, get a copy of Saints Becoming More Than Christians. It's written by my guest this afternoon, uh, Addison Bevere. And uh, let me give you that website, to, by the way, if you want to connect. It's addisonbevere.com. That's A-D-D-I-S-O-N-B-E-V-E-R-E.com because uh, this is not just a book. Uh, this is, uh, I believe, Holy and Holy Spirit inspired uh, stepping stone uh, for His ministry and for re-energizing, you know, uh, a stagnant a stagnant church, and especially a great read for someone who, you know, sort of got out there and was trusting their own wisdom. And man, they got an emptiness in their heart. It's time to come home. Man, let this uh, penetrate your heart, and it will really, really sing to you. So 
Now that we're talking about St. Bunkley in Tallahassee, let's talk a little bit about if I'm a saint. Okay, now uh, I've always thought about uh, I'm a sinner, and I've always thought about how I've come up short. So let's think of a couple of things. If I am this saint, boy, how do I take a fresh look at grace to a saint? At the same time, also the idea of sin uh, to a saint. Talk about that. Yeah, so we view grace as this, like, ticking into the afterlife or this thing that helps us not feel bad about ourselves. But the reality is grace has been so undersold in the church. Grace infuses us with God's very nature. It it makes things possible that were previously impossible. And it's sad to me that we believe that the blood of Christ, that grace can save us from sin's penalty, but it can't save us from sin's power here and now. And the big idea is that God has set us free because we are called to be his ambassadors. But we have to first acknowledge that that's who we are. That's how he sees us. When we start to embrace how he sees us, that's the journey of renewing the mind that Paul describes in Romans 12 and having the mind of Christ in 1 Corinthians 2. That journey of starting to see ourselves the way God sees us as sons and daughters, as saints, then we start revealing that reality to the world. That's how God works. He calls things not as they are, but as they could be and they should be. And that act of faith, that act of hope, that act of love merges the worlds of what is and what will be and moves us forward into everything that he has for us. Mm. Got about a couple minutes left and uh, all of us have been exposed. Well, not all of us. If you, if you don't know the Lord yet, you probably don't know a whole lot about love languages, but uh, for a decade or two, Uh, there's been an organized effort to understand the love languages between human beings. But uh, you've taken that a step further because uh, you talk about God's love language. So which one of the love languages is his? And uh, tell us how we can see that and let that take us uh, deeper in our walk with him. Yeah, well, I was outside, and God dropped something in my spirit. He said that I am love, and we know First John 4 says that he's love. But then after that, he whispered to me, he said, faith is my love language. And I was like, what? That's not one of Gary Chapman's five love languages. Like, how, how is faith your yeah. love language? Yeah. And then I saw it, Bill. I saw it. He, he reveals his love to us through his faith in us. I mean, just think about it. Before we ever did anything, he became a man, died on a cross to save us. That was the ultimate act of faith. Before we did anything worthy of being called sons and daughters or co-heirs or seated in heavenly places or the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, he declares that over us. He calls us that. And what God knows is that when you speak to someone not just as they are but as they could be and should be, you move that person into something greater. And he does that so beautifully through his acts of faith and through his word of faith. I want to tell you that we're talking about a book that I think you ought to pick up. It's called Saints Becoming More Than Christians, written by today's guest, author uh, Addison Bevere. Uh, Let me tell you that uh, he has a website. By the way, you can pick up this book wherever fine books are sold, but you can also uh, go to addisonbevere.com. That's A-D-D-I-S-O-N-B-E-V-E-R-E.com. This book, look, if you're a new Christian and maybe you're in the book of John right now, but you want to get uh, a little energized, this is a great book for new Christians to start thinking, thinking bigger and bolder out of the box. Maybe you're someone who's been away from the Lord and you've gotten stagnant and quite frankly, you need a spark. This is a great book for you as well. And uh, for anyone uh, that wants to think about uh, a little bit more about what 
was being a saint all about? What was sainthood? How do I qualify about a saint? But anyway, pick up a copy of this book, Saints Becoming More Than Christians. And uh, Addison, we got to go. But uh, hey, appreciate having you with us today and uh, wish you great success uh, on your hard work in this book. Thanks, Bill. It's an honor. And God bless you. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a sec. Don't go away. Be right back. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allowed me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at ChristianJobs.com. I found not only my dream job, but my calling at ChristianJobs.com. Once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Visit ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com. Good morning, America. Or is it? If you're one of the millions of Americans who did not sleep well last night, it's probably a pretty average morning. But listen up, you sleep-deprived people. There's good news. A breakthrough sleep solution called Pronto Sleep. And when we say pronto, we mean pronto. Pronto Sleep gently opens your nose to focus breathing and help you relax and fall asleep. And the built-in scent diffuser delivers a blend of four pure essential oils to help you stay asleep naturally. And then Pronto replenishes the oils ready for the next night. Too easy, eh? And in trials, 84% of people with trouble sleeping found Pronto helped them fall asleep, and 74% found it helped them stay asleep. So make every morning a... Good morning, America. With Pronto Sleep, available now at select Walgreens, Amazon, or at prontosleep.com. Pronto Sleep from RhinoMed, bringing you advanced nasal therapies. One of the joys of a Christian cruise is the people you meet along the way. I'm Alistair Begg, and on this upcoming summer cruise to Alaska, you'll be surrounded by the fellowship of like-minded travelers, be able to worship with Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. So join me August 30th to September 6th, 2020, for an unforgettable Alaska cruise. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage. With the help from the pros at Salem Surround, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Join us Sunday at noon for The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. He began to talk about this church he had seen. It was called the Church of Emmanuel. And then he says to us, he says, I've never heard of this guy, Emmanuel. Do you guys know who he is? And I said, yeah, matter of fact, I do. It's God. He's with us even right here. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Sunday at noon on Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. 
Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Celebrating 20 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come. But if I will go, I will send him to you. Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910. Streaming live at letstalkfaith.com. We're back. Bill Bunkley here. Got a program uh, update to coming up in the next hour. We are going to let you hear uh, portions of the debate that took place earlier today on the floor of the Florida Senate. Those in support of parental consent for uh, a minor's abortion and those uh, that were opposed to it. We'll hear uh, uh, some examples from the debate that uh, I uh, monitored this morning. Of course, we Uh, As president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission, we are fully in support of that bill. We'll also hear the closing uh, argument uh, from Kelly Stargell just before the vote for the bill. Now, I want to remind you, for those of you listening on the answer stations, of course, uh, coming up next will be Sekolo Live, an interesting show, as you can quite imagine. But if you have an interest in Florida and Florida topics, Florida legislature, I want to remind you, that uh, I want to ask you, have you downloaded our app yet? Now, you know the Bill Bunkley Show is on three hours each afternoon live from 3 to 6. And one good way to uh, take me and the show with you wherever you are is to download our Faith Talk app. Now, when you go to either the store for iPhone or for Androids, go to uh, put in uh, Faith Talk, this is the important part, 570 and 910, this little and sign. Uh, Faith Talk 570 and 910. When you locate that, install that and then open it. And then just click on the Listen Live to take a little bit of a test drive uh, and, and learn, you know, the little delay there. Uh, get used to the app. Because then, uh, for those of you, you can either listen to the 5 o'clock show of uh, the Bill Bunkley show today where we will... Uh, talk a little bit and, and drill down on the parental consent uh, before uh, a young woman gets an abortion. Um, you'll have a chance to listen to that. Plus, uh, if you're by your home or office PC, you can also listen live always by going to our website at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. A couple of quick updates. Number one, the Sunshine Skyway Bridge is closed. It's closed in both directions. It will be closed until the front comes through. Look for alternative ways to get uh, across the uh, the bay there, and I recommend the Selman Expressway. Uh, it begins in the west right there coming off uh, the Gandy-Del Mabry sort of intersection there, and uh, it exits off all the way over on I-75, just uh, just a little bit south, a hair south of uh, the Brandon Complex. Uh, so keep in mind that's closed. Uh, the Florida State Fair, if you had any tickets or you were going out to the fair and were looking at the radar and said, hmm, we're not going to get this till 9.30, or 9.30. Let's go out in the fair for a few hours, turn around, and go back. Because uh, in approximately uh, four or five minutes, the fair will be closing. The fair is going to be closing because of the high winds and the approaching storm. So that's not going to be um, uh, an option either. And uh, be sure to try to be off the roads. We're going to have, uh, I anticipate, uh, tornado watches as well as severe thunderstorm warnings. And when that happens, just need to be uh, in a safe place. 
and keep your car if you don't have your car's garage try not to park them under a tree if you can find a place with uh you know no trees that way you don't have to deal with insurance companies or you know god forbid uh, something where you don't have insurance i have one final cut uh this is for our our answer audience and uh you know senator mitch mcconnell majority leader in the senate he um doesn't walk very fast. Been accused of being kind of like a turtle. You know what I mean? Uh, but take nothing away from this brilliant politician. Uh, because as it was said earlier, he's been in control of the Senate for a long, long time. And uh, from a conservative point of view, he, he you know, when we had the, the House, as we look at that as a conservative, House kind of went off the reservation as far as our values are concerned. Mitch has really uh, captained the ship. Well, he had a warning for those in the House of Representatives. And uh, this was a press conference that he held shortly after uh, Mr. Trump was acquitted on both charges. Let's listen in. Can you talk a little bit more about why it was so important to you, not just to, to make sure the president was acquitted, but that you had a united conference, which you almost had, voting to acquit the president and how fear of, of the Republican base for your members that are in some tough states may have helped to make that decision? Well, first, I, I obviously hoped that the result in the Senate would be similar or exactly the same as the result in the House. And I think the message there is don't do partisan impeachment, which remembers what the, pre- what the Speaker said, and she was initially correct about it, what she said sometime back. Uh, we don't want this to become routine. All of us looked at a number of things the founders said when they put impeachment in the Constitution. And they really were concerned about it becoming a kind of routine effort based on policy differences or personality differences. Sound familiar? I mean, the main thing that drove Andrew Johnson's impeachment was they just didn't like him. Sound familiar? I mean, that's the kind of thing, it seems to me, the founders did did not want to happen, that we get in a routine of doing this all the time because we had a policy difference or a personality difference. So I'm, I'm glad it ended the way it did. I hope the message to the House of Representatives, don't do this again. Well, I cannot... In the second hour, any better than those words of the Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. And we'll let that uh, be the signature mark for hour number two. Hour number three is coming up in just a moment, the Bill Bunkley Show. And we will take you to the floor of the Florida Senate and we'll listen into the debate and the vote on parental consent. I'm Bill Bunkley. Don't go away. Be right back. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And we're the owners of South Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. 
and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Following his acquittal in the Senate impeachment trial, President Trump is unloading on his political rivals. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. Surrounded by his staunchest supporters in the East Room of the White House, the president took aim at congressional Democrats for pursuing impeachment. They're vicious and mean. Vicious. These people are vicious. For more than an hour, the president listed past grievances and investigations, often using profanity. And he thanked Republicans and others who defended him throughout, calling them warriors. Greg Clugston, the White House. The Democratic National Committee is calling for a re-canvas of the results of Monday's Iowa caucus. Results slowly came out. There were technical issues. DNC Chair Tom Perez said on Twitter, enough is enough. There was a coding error. Backup phone lines for reporting the outcomes were jammed. Many were placed on hold for hours. The numbers in Iowa show Pete Buttigieg and Bernie Sanders in a virtual tie. Iowa had been promoted as a chance for Democrats to find some clarity in a jumbled presidential field. Much of the political world now has shifted to New Hampshire and Tuesday's first-in-the-nation primary. Ed Donahue, Washington. Two police detectives in Maryland are recovering after being shot during a chase with a suspect in a homicide investigation. Anne Arundel County Police Chief Tim Altamar says the suspect who remains at large is putting lives in danger. Every minute you stretch this out, it makes it more dangerous for my cops, and thus it makes it more dangerous for you. We need you to come and turn yourself in. Both officers are in stable condition. The homicide investigation began earlier Wednesday when a person was found fatally shot inside a home. On Wall Street, the Dow by 89 points, the Nasdaq rose 63, the S&P advanced 11, crude oil up to 50.95 a barrel. This is SRN News. Impactful, amazing, intense, thought-provoking. That's how just a few students describe their experience since enrolling in the Tony Evans Training Center. The best part is, the Training Center is wherever you and your online connection are. Going beyond a Sunday sermon, these compelling Bible study courses take a much deeper look at Scripture, the Bible's writers, social issues of today, and so much more. Log on today to learn more at TonyEvansTraining.org. Christians in America who love God are under siege. Learn how to navigate the tumultuous terrain of a godless culture with a brand new book from Dr. Robert Jeffress called Courageous, 10 Strategies for Thriving in a Hostile World. It's his boldest book yet. When your faith is under attack, when you're tempted to just follow the crowd, these 10 strategies will ignite a fresh fire and bright hope for facing life with confidence. Get your copy of Courageous by Dr. Robert Jeffress wherever books or e-books are sold. 
United Airlines will crack down on pornography. A growing problem is passengers who watch adult content on their personal devices to the discomfort of the people who have to sit near them. The National Center on Sexual Exploitation says United has pledged to train its flight attendants to prevent that behavior. The carrier says, quote, the safety of our customers and colleagues is our top priority. Sexual harassment, inappropriate behavior, intimidation, or predation have absolutely no place anywhere. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Christians and Muslims are working together in Lebanon. Anti-government demonstrations have been taking place in that country for about six months, and people of both faiths are protesting. The Melkai Christian Archbishop Issam Darwish tells aid to the church in need, Christians and Muslims throughout Lebanon are united behind the same demands. They're saying no to more taxes, asking for medical insurance, asking for electricity, and complaining about corruption. This is SRN News. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hello, I'm Alistair Begg. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? We will have our hearts prepared with worship led by Grammy Award-winning Laura Story. And I'll be opening up the scriptures so that we allow scripture to steer our lives as we explore God's eternal truths together. So join me next summer for an unforgettable seven days of cruising. Learn more and register for the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise today. Click the Deeper Faith banner at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon and welcome back. It's hour number three, and I still have a voice this afternoon. And uh, as always, we are delighted for you to be with us. Now, uh, we're going to get to our feature of the third hour, and uh, earlier today, as I was monitoring the debate, uh, the close, and the final vote for Senate Bill 404 in the Florida Senate, that is the parental consent for abortion, um, we have captured uh, some of the debate. Uh, we've captured the closing argument as well as the final vote, and uh, we're going to bring that to you in just a few moments here Uh, our main feature of the uh, 5 o'clock hour today. If you're just joining us for the very first time, I wear a couple of hats. Of course, I'm the afternoon host and one of the station personalities here for Salem Radio, Salem Media, West Central Florida. Uh, But I have another ministry, and I am president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission. 
And uh, for the last 24 years, um, I am um, been working also with our governor, cabinet members, members of the legislature uh, on not only religious liberty issues, uh, marriage issues, uh, life issues, on behalf of uh, the um, the commission, and of course. Uh, one of the major entities that we're proud to uh, be uh, representing is the not only the Florida Baptist Convention, which is also the Southern Baptist Convention of churches here in Florida, about a million Florida Baptists, about 3,000 uh, churches. And so um, we take that responsibility uh, very, very seriously. But we're going to talk a little bit about uh, how a bill becomes a law, how this has uh, progressed, and I think you're going to enjoy what's coming up now here. Uh, let me give you some updates. Uh, this is very important. First of all, high winds have already moved into our area, uh, and they're only going to get worse as we get closer to this front moving in uh, somewhere around 9 or 9.30, depending on where you're at uh, in our uh, listing area. But right now, the Skyway Bridge has been closed since about uh, five minutes or so after 3 o'clock. At least that's when it went up on the website uh, Timestamp. So uh, you're not going to be able to get uh, from uh, St. Petersburg to uh, Braden, Sarasota across that bridge. You can't come the other way either. So um, it, it, most people know to um, head on over to the Selman Expressway. You can catch that uh, if you want to go uh, from uh, uh, Tampa St. Pete Clearwater over. Of course, you can uh, catch that downtown. But further back, if you come across and you're in the Gandhi area where Armenia uh, I'm Armenia. Where I was on Armenia today, going to the credit union. Uh, when you when you're on uh, South Del Mabry in Gandy, you can get on there. You can ride that all the way around to I-75. Now remember, that's a toll road. But on a day like this, if it's moving, I bet you you don't mind paying a couple bucks for a toll road. You know what I mean? So that's how we uh, take care of that. As of this moment, this is the opening day of the Florida State Fair. The fair is also closed right now, today. Now, it was open all day, and uh, I'm sure you'll be able to see and hear some of those sights and sounds later on your favorite local news. But at 5 o'clock, the fair authority decided that uh, that was going to be the time that they would shut down the Florida State Fair and begin uh, having people exit the fairgrounds because of the safety hazards. And, of course, uh, on the midway or just moving about, I can tell you that uh, at lunchtime, when I did go over to Armenia Avenue, um, I was over at uh, <clears throat> at the bank uh, getting out a couple shekels uh, because I forgot the day was my car payment day, and uh, I got blown about got blown away at the ATM. I mean, it was it was hustling midday, and um, we got a call from our uh, GM Barb Yoder, uh, letting us know that the bridge was closed in the south uh, south direction and it was right after that that we confirmed it was closed in both directions so want you to be uh careful uh as it pertains to uh moving around and plan that it's going to take you extra time uh to get home this afternoon so we're going to talk about uh what happened today in the florida legislature more particular legislature more particularly the florida senate Also know that uh, another story that we'll be covering today is that Israel got hit by three terrorist attacks in a 12-hour period. We're going to bring you up to date. That is very extraordinary, uh, especially here in the most modern history with uh, their building of the wall uh, and uh, other uh, 
ways that they are uh, securing themselves. But we'll talk about that on today's show as well because we always want to pray for Israel and they are surrounded uh, by people who since ancient times, since uh, Old Testament biblical times, Israel's op- uh, opponents have always spoken of driving every Israelite into the sea. And that's still valid today. Phone lines are open at, at uh, 877-943-9673. want to be part of the process. So, if you have a question, by the way, of the legislative process, that number again, 877-943-9673. Now, what, what happened this morning is, is that this bill was supposed to be heard a couple of days ago. It was kind of a short session, so they actually moved it at the last minute till today. So at about 10 o'clock, the Senate president, Bill Galvano from Bradenton, many of you know him, you are, uh, you know, you are his constituents. Uh, he gaveled in the uh, Florida Senate. Uh, they do the pledge. They do a prayer. Uh, they see if there's any messages or communications from the executive branch, the governor, or also for the, the other chamber, the House of Representatives. And uh, they decided to go directly to what's called um, um, bills on third reading. Just like in the U.S. Congress, a bill has to be read third time, three times. Now, by rule in the Florida Senate, when it just gets delivered, it finishes all its committee processes, it is going on the calendar, and it's sitting on bills on second reading, and just the fact that it's published and people know they need to go read it, it, it already gets credit for the first reading, and then it sits on bills waiting on uh, second reading. As the bills communi- uh, come together, there's something called the Senate Rules Committee. They meet every day before or they meet before the session. This is something that only bills that are going to go up are going to be approved by leadership. And so uh, Mr. Galvano and his senior staff, long story short, that um, a couple of days ago that uh, the um, uh, parental consent uh, was lifted off the holding second reading calendar got on what's called special order it was heard on special order and uh questions there was a lot of amendments and her stargill put one on and then at the end when all the discussion questions and debate ended and all the amendments were considered uh they went on to the next bill and that's when it's uh, called rolling to uh third reading Today was third reading. This would be the final time that the Senate will take a look and all senators will vote on this bill. Then, uh, depending on whether they approve it or disapprove it, it goes to the Florida House. Now, it was uh, about an hour and 19 minutes of total debate. We're not going to give you all of the debate, but picked out uh, three or four of the legislators that we thought that I thought would be uh, kind of indicative of the debate. So, you decide yourself when you hear both sides of debate about this issue. First, we're going to go and hear from uh, Florida State Senator Aaron Bean. Uh, he represents uh, Jacksonville. You don't have time. Well, I don't have the time, so I don't know. See what I'm saying? Um, uh, we'll, we'll work that out on the break. So we need we need to just wait and go to the cuts afterwards. Okay. All right. Um, we uh, edited those up, and uh, I failed to get the uh, the time on each of the cuts to make sure that we don't get into a commercial break, so that's going to be happening here in a moment. So I'll get the cuts on the break, and that way we've got that down. But for now, um, 
let me just tell you that this is a um, it is tough to get abortion legislation through any legislative body. And passions are always heightened on both sides. On the side that uh, I firmly support and promote, that is the the side that believes that life actually begins at conception and that all life is precious and that that, that unless it's uh, going to be uh, you know the life of the mother mother something very serious we, we think that we ought to be uh, quite honestly changing our behaviors uh, both men and women and that we need to um, we need to celebrate the sanctity of human life now, if you're on the other side, uh, well, we know that uh, there are difficult situations, and we know that, uh, let's put it this way, children don't want to tell their, oftentimes children hide a lot of things from their parents. And so you're going to be hearing arguments on, on that side. You're also going to be hearing from a Florida State Senator who used to be a, a principal at a school. And... Uh, he is on the other side of the issue, but I want to tell you that um, uh, Senator Munford is, a, is certainly a senator of integrity. We're, we're not on the same page with the issues, uh, but I want to tell you that uh, I very, very closely paid attention uh, when he rose and uh, gave his debate as a uh, high school principal dealing with a student, possibly in a pregnancy or another issue, and uh, his memories of being in his office with a student and telling the student that he was going to have to call their parents. So we're going to try and give you both sides of uh, this debate. Um, and, of course, uh, those on the left believe that children are capable of making these type of decisions. Well, you're going to hear some testimony today that uh, we don't believe that, that that's the case. You're going to hear many references coming up in a moment of things children under the age of 18 they can't do. And uh, I want to tell you that there is no doubt, because I've had firsthand experience with an OBGYN doctor right here in Tampa several years ago, uh, that as we were uh, passing another bill, and in fact, this doctor was one of our expert witnesses, uh, he uh, he was covering the emergency room, got a call. There was a young lady who had had an abortion. Uh, quite frankly, it was a botched abortion. Um, and and uh, her uterus, uh, they, she was just had a lot of internal bleeding. She was, uh, I think she was 14, 15 years of age, maybe 16. They tried and tried, but to save her life, they had to give her a hysterectomy. You know, by the way, the other part of that story is, as a doctor, her parents, number one, had no idea that she was pregnant. They had no idea she was going to an abortion house. Number three, didn't know she had an abortion. And when they got the call that her her daughter was in intensive care at the hospital and made it to the hospital, only to learn that to save her life, their young daughter had to have a hysterectomy. Not an easy issue, but we'll um, we'll drill down on, we'll drill down into this issue coming up next to Bill Bunkley Show. Again, questions or comments eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. 
We'll take you direct to the Florida Senate floor next to the Bill Monkley Show. Hey, Bill Carl here from Mornings on Faith Talk 570 and 910. And if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, this is for you. For years, Moss Nissan has led the way in offering special pricing and care to first responders and military through the You Serve, You Save program. Now, if you serve God in our community, you're included. Our friends at Moss Nissan know that when things go wrong, pastors and churches are on the front lines ministering to those in need. That's why they're extending the You Serve, You Save program to pastors, associate pastors, worship leaders, and church staff of any denomination. When it comes to faith and family, the Moss family shares our values. So if you're a pastor, associate, or church employee, know that they're behind you and ask about the You Serve, You Save program for pastors and church workers, available at any of the three Moss Nissan locations, so you can save on your purchase of a new or previously owned vehicle. Go see my friends at Moss Nissan, Tampa, Newport, Ritchie, and Crystal River, and at mossnissan.com. I'm Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. When my mom died, I went into foster care at age nine. Now my heart breaks for children with similar stories. That's why Focus on the Family developed the Wait No More program to help families understand God's heart for children in foster care. That could mean providing a loving home for a season or a lifetime. The next Wait No More event is coming to Clearwater. Join us Saturday, March 28th at Calvary Church. Register for this free event at waitnomore.org slash FL. Weekday mornings at 6. Join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse. See the holiness of God. Look at the holiness of God. You look at the holiness of God and the purity of Jesus Christ, the purity of God the Father, God the Spirit, and you will hate your sin. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're Bill Bunkley. We're back. I want to get right back into letting you uh, be a part of uh, what happened in the Florida Senate. Just want to remind you, I just saw an update, winds. Uh, this evening will range from about uh, 28 or 29 miles an hour to 41 to 45 miles an hour estimate through the evening. Of course, no time to be out on a boat um, and uh, certainly not swimming because of the riptide. Well, we're going to take you now to the floor of the Florida Senate. Uh, the bill was introduced. There was uh, another member or two that entered in the debate. But first up that I thought that we would let you hear is a proponent of the bill. This is not the bill sponsor. Proponent Senator Aaron Bean. Very much been dedicated to pro-life. I've worked with him for several years. He comes from the district, uh, Senate, Senate District Number 4 in Jacksonville. He's now going to speak in favor of the bill. This is in final debate. Let's listen in. Senator Munford, the senator no. from the 3rd District. That is Senator recognized. Munford, so we're going to have to reset that. He's not up first. We're in Florida Senate. Yes, that would be him. In the best interest of children. Have you heard that phrase? Of course you have. Of course you've heard in the best interest of children. Because it's a recurring theme, and this legislature and legislatures before us have based decisions on uh, on legislation with that simple phrase in mind, in the best interest of children. What has government done in the best interest of children? I made a little list here. We have deemed 
it's in the best interest of children to have their parents' permission to get their ears pierced. It's in the best interest of children. Uh, Children are not mature enough to get their ears pierced without the parents being involved. We've said it's in the best interest of children not to get a tattoo on your own. They last a long time, and it's best to have your parents' permission before you get a tattoo. Recently, uh, it's been recent where I can remember that we've made decisions uh, on this very floor. We've debated uh, it's in the best interest of children that they, do you remember this one, that they should get their parents' permission before they sit in a tanning booth. There's dangers. There's dangers. And so before you get the the tan, parents have to be involved. We, on this floor, have said a a 20-year-old, a 20-year-old is not mature enough on their own to purchase a gun. We had that debate. We said they're not mature enough. We've also uh, debated, and the federal government just passed, but we've debated this in committee, and that is this. We've said that uh, 20-year-olds, 20-year-olds are not mature enough. They're not mature. They, they They can't reason and make their own decision when it comes to tobacco. When it comes to tobacco, they're not old enough. 20-year-olds are not old enough. And, of course, we know that uh, they're not old enough to purchase alcohol. But yet, in Florida now, middle schoolers, babies, can go make a life-altering decision without mom or dad. That's what we that's what we say right now and that's what this bill corrects. Some on this floor have already illustrated what a monumental decision you're faced with when you have a a, a pregnancy at a young age. It is literally a life-altering forever uh, having issues with decision. I, I shared a story with a senator on this very floor that uh, had that decision, and uh, they got emotional, got very emotional with the decision that they were. And uh, the senator, though, said, thank goodness I was there. Thank goodness I was involved. We were involved. In, uh, in making the decision that was made then. So members, why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we, after all the things we've done in the best interest of children, why wouldn't we then, when, the, when the, one of the hardest decisions that a young woman can, young girl, baby, a baby, a middle schooler can make, why wouldn't we allow the parent to make that decision with 
with their family member. There's a provision. There's a provision that will allow a bypass that's there. The Florida Bar has already done that. The Florida Bar has already established a procedure of which that young person can bypass the parents in, in the case where there's a need to bypass. But other than that, in the best interest of children, let's let the parents be parents and make that decision together. Thank you, Mr. President. Further debate. Okay, Further that's, debate. Uh, that's the first one. We'll come back uh, in just a few moments after the break. Um, and, of course, um, I want to remind you of Proverbs. Now, I'm very familiar with both sides of this debate. But many of you probably have not even heard uh, debate on this issue. And, again, if you're just joining us, this is Senate Bill 404. Final passage, Florida Senate earlier today. This is the bill whether or not to give to, to, to make it state law that parents must give their consent before their underage daughter gets an abortion. It can buy it can be either parent, it can be the guardian. And if there is something nefarious, something horrible that uh, the result of the unwanted pregnancy had to do with uh, the domestic situation. You just heard Senator Bean from Jacksonville talking about the judicial bypass. But Proverbs tells us that, uh, kind of like what you saw in the impeachment deal, when you, 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 you hear one side presenting the case, presenting the case, presenting the case, just listening to their side, you think, wow, okay. And then you hear the opposing side. And what that ha- what happens, and we come back, we're going to he- we're going to hear from a former high school principal uh, senator, Senator Bill Mumford, who's actually from Senate District Three, right there in Tallahassee, where he represents. But now we're going to hear someone that has a different perspective. And so, when the way debate is set up in our legislative bodies, we we give it a what, what they're doing here is going back and forth, pro and con. And by the time you hear all the debate. Uh, you have the information you need to make your decision on your vote. In this case, it's the final vote. Forty senators are in chamber listening to the uh, to the debate, and they will be voting shortly. Again, the entire hearing was about an hour and 19 minutes. We're only taking out a few excerpts just to give you a feel. And uh, this is an excellent um, opportunity to get a little bit of an idea about what I do in my other life because it is legislation, pro-life legislation, and, uh, you know, religious liberty in the sort. More from the Florida Senate, The Bill Bunkley Show. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The chair of the Democratic National Committee is calling for a re-canvas of the results of the Iowa caucuses. Party leader Tom Perez tweeted Thursday that enough is enough after three days of technical issues and delays. He says the re-canvas is needed to assure public confidence. Pete Buttigieg and Bernie Sanders are nearly tied for the lead. President Trump is exulting in his impeachment acquittal. At the White House, he spoke of vindication and looked ahead to his re-election campaign. He held up newspapers with huge headlines saying acquitted. He said his impeachment by the House was evil. It was corrupt. A powerful winter storm is sweeping across the deep south with high winds, rain, and floods. Two people are dead and another missing. 
with injuries racking up as rescue crews pull people from cars and homes in high water. On Wall Street, they're out by 89 points. More details at srnnews.com. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, Call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage. With the help from the pros at Salem Surround, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more by logging on to surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. We've all seen that moment in movie credits that says no animals were harmed in the making of this film. It comes and goes pretty quickly, but so much goes into making sure that happens. As a film director, I rely on the eight decades of experience American Humane brings to safeguarding animals and entertainment. Their work starts well before we ever film. They consult on scripts, advise on locations, provide guidance on training, veterinary care, workplace safety, and much, much more. Whenever or wherever we film with animals, American Humane is on set making sure we get it right. Today, their mission is more important than ever. Because when you're a director of making a movie, a television show, a web series, music video, or commercial, you're taking on a huge responsibility. And nothing is more important than making sure all of the cast and crew are safe. That includes the animals on set. And thanks to the passionate people of American Humane, we can Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com. All right, we're back. This is Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show, and uh, we are uh, letting you be a part of a, of a bill that was being heard on the floor of the Florida Senate earlier today. That's Senate Bill 404, and uh, we're hearing in debate, uh, debate b- both for the bill and opposed, the bill, opposed to the bill from senators. I have some breaking news this afternoon. In addition to the fact that the Skyway Bridge is closed, the Florida State Fair is closed. Uh, those of you who are in Winter Haven right now, 
I want to alert you that traffic northbound at 1st Street at Cypress Gardens Boulevard, and for those of you who live in that area, you know Cypress Gardens Boulevard is a main, main, main uh, throughway. Um, it is shut down. Uh, 1st Street at Cypress Gardens Boulevard is shut down. There are downed power lines. So, of course, these winds are already having their effect, but uh, please avoid that area over in Winter Haven. Uh, northbound 1st Street at Cypress Gardens Boulevard, Winter Haven. Uh, roads are shut down because power lines are down. They're waiting for uh, the power uh, folks to arrive. Well, we've heard from uh, someone who uh, is very much uh, in support of parental consent. Now we're going to hear to, we're going to listen to some very thoughtful opposition. This comes from uh, Senator Bill Mumford. Now, um, our previous um, uh, senator was a Republican. Bill Mumford is a Democrat. He represents Senate District Number 3, and that is uh, the area around Tallahassee, Florida. He's also a former principal, very much involved and an expert on education issues, although we would probably have a difference of opinion in some of those areas. But uh, listen to his testimony. His testimony is very compelling, and this will show you how difficult uh, these issues are. Senator Munford, the senator from the 3rd District, you are recognized. Thank you, Mr. President. And I was not going to debate this issue, but I feel inclined to do so. I don't think there is an issue that has come before for me in 10 years that has been more gut-wrenching than this issue. I have my own very deeply personal opinion on abortion. I come from, I guess, a very conservative background, and I know personally how I feel. But I can also share with you, I'm not sure there's anybody in this room that has dealt with more young ladies and young men who have faced this issue over 40-plus years of dealing with young people. This issue has been brought to my attention by young men and young women sometime together, more than you can imagine. I always, I was torn when a young lady would say, I am afraid of my parents. And you're right, Senator Bean. We should let parents be parents. But there are some parents that are not parents. There are some parents, there are just some parents that just simply cannot or will not make good decisions for their own children. I have faced this issue. I have taken it upon myself to notify parents with the young ladies saying, please, please, Mr. Mumford, don't do that. And I did it. And it makes me, it makes me hurt and second guess some of the decisions that I have made because I saw the result of the decision that I made on my own to pick up the phone over the objections of the young lady and called the parent. And it hurts. 
and it, it hurts to this day. Do I believe in parental involvement? Obviously, I do. I mean, I'm, I'm old-fashioned, okay? I have grandchildren. I want to know everything they do and what they think. But I've been there. On more than one occasion, I have seen the results of decision that I made years ago and taken it upon myself to notify parents. And then, quite frankly, I was faced with the decision of what do I do now because I know what that parent's done. It's, this, is, this is a gut-wrenching decision for everybody in this room, and I know that. And I don't believe, I don't really care about the, who's got what plan to go before what court. You know, that's for, that's for some, somebody else to worry about. I'm not worried about that. All I'm worried about those young young ladies and their, and their boyfriends or whomever that are facing this very issue as we sit here today. Somewhere in this state, there's somebody facing that. They're not worried about a constitutional issue. They're worried about how can I take care of the baby? How do I tell my parents? How do I survive, quite frankly? And when we talk about there's a way out to the court system, you know, there, there are a lot of these young people you know, they would have to get on a bus and find a courthouse. They don't have access uh, to attorneys. But again, I, 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 my only advice to you when you're making your own personal decision is look deep inside with your own experience and vote for the way you think, what you think is right for every, every child in this state. Thank you, Mr. President. That is Senator Bill Mumford from uh, Democrat from Tallahassee. Very, very compelling, very thoughtful uh, input to this very important decision. And it brings us back to, uh, to a, a very a sober thought process as to what we're dealing here. Well, Oftentimes, and by the way, I am not going to debate uh, or um, I'm going to let the senators debate in their comments be their comments this afternoon because I just want you to hear from them and, and uh, hear about the process. I would, I would have some contrary thoughts of two or three points, but um, I'll tell you what, I have the deepest respect for Senator Mumford. Now we're going to go back to a proponent. Uh, a proponent is Debbie Mayfield. She is a Florida State Senator from Senator 17. Um, she goes back and forth to Tallahassee from Melbourne, Florida. She is a supporter uh, of parental consent before an abortion. Uh, let's listen in. Senator Mayfield, Senator from the 17th District, you are recognized. Thank you, Mr. President. You know, it's, it's really kind of difficult for me to even think that we're having this debate. When you have a child... You're responsible for that child until they're 18. And Senator Bean took exactly what my comments were going to be. You cannot have your ears pierced without having your parents sign for permission. You can't get a tattoo unless your parents sign for permission. We have said that you can't buy alcohol unless you're over 21. You cannot buy tobacco until you're over 21. But yet we're allowing these children that are under 18 to have an abortion without their parents' permission or consent or even involvement. When we talk about human trafficking, we do a lot about that here, and we have tried to stop it. 
But when you have children under the age of 18 that are going in and having abortions and their parents don't even know about it, it could be because they're human trafficking. You know, it would be beyond me to know that one of my children, and I have three boys, but I have a granddaughter now, I have a stepdaughter, that they would not feel comfortable to come to me if they were in a situation where they got pregnant, and that would break my heart. But sometimes things like that happen, and that brings the family closer together. That is a decision that the parents should be making with that child that they brought into this world. So, members, I urge you to support this bill. Senator Stargell, thank you. This, is, this has always been a tough topic when we come to the Capitol to talk about women's rights and children's rights. This, this is, you're not a woman at the age of 18. You're still in high school at the age of 18. So, members, I please urge you to support this bill. Mm. <clears throat> now, uh, coming up next, and by the way, let me just share with you that uh, um, you might be thinking about how we lobby on an issue like this. Uh, to give you an idea, I have never personally given testimony in support of an abortion bill. I have uh, always expressed our support by way of a support card, and when I am called, I, I waive my comments uh, in support on behalf of the Florida Ethics Religious Liberty Commission in support of the Florida Baptist Convention, Florida the Southern Baptist Convention intertwined in Florida. And, and that's why <clears throat> I'm kind of old school, 24 years doing this. We have plenty of um, female advocates. I, I can't tell you anything about having a baby. Can't tell you anything about the process and that experience. And I think that uh, a woman uh, is uh, best to be able to share that. So um, oftentimes men... Uh, men uh, who are opposed to it will speak, but oftentimes uh, Senate members, House members, men will not necessarily speak to it unless it's a technical aspect out of courtesy for that dynamic. Well, our last uh, debater coming up before we go to a break, um, I want to hear from her because uh, Senator Gail Harold, when she was in the Florida House of Representatives for years, worked with her, She's always been the, 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 the chairman of health care committees, c- committees, and she's also, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> chairman of the health policy committee in the Florida Senate. Um, she also happens to be married to an OBGYN. Uh, she hails from Stewart, Florida, Senate District 25 Republican. Let's hear from Senator Gail Harold. Senator Harold. Thank you very much, Mr. President. And we're hearing some significant debate today. And uh, first of all, I want to thank Senator Stargell for bringing this bill forward. And it's a very important issue when we look at children having children. Anyone under 18 years old is a child by definition. And we just heard from Senator Bean that, that you can't even get your ears pierced if you are under 18 without your parents' permission. You can't go on a field trip at 17 years old to the Environmental Studies Center, which is three miles away from Jensen Beach High School, without your parents' permission. These are life-changing decisions that a child is making. We need parents to be partners with those children to make sure that they have They are making the right 
choice, a life-altering choice. Bringing a child into the world is a tremendous responsibility. Parents need to be involved when a child makes that decision. As many of you know, my husband was an OBGYN. We delivered over 4,000 babies, and it was a wonderful, wonderful experience to see children, babies, come into the world. We also have delivered 13-year-old children having children. Mm. How can a 13-year-old make decisions? They can't even decide what they're going to wear tomorrow. No less they're going to make a decision as whether they're going to have a child and be responsible for that child at 13. We need parents to be part of that decision, to be there for their children. So when we have children having children, we need to have the parents involved. This is so important. I urge every one of you to support this very good bill. All right, when we come back, we'll hear final arguments from the sponsor of the bill, Kelly Stargill, Senator Stargill from Polk County. That and the vote coming up next on the Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back. What would you do if you knew there was a place to learn step-by-step strategies designed to help you make the right moves inside the financial markets, a place to develop skills that could help you generate income and build confidence toward your retirement goals? At Online Trading Academy, we know how to teach people the skills and knowledge that could empower you to take control of your financial future so you can spend less time worrying about life and more time living it. Start by taking our free introductory class. For over 20 years and at over 45 locations worldwide, Online Trading Academy has been teaching people just like you skills designed to help you learn to invest with the confidence of the pros. Call 888-989-6525 for two free tickets to a class near you and receive our professional insider's kit with lessons from our top instructors just for attending. That's 888-989-6525 or visit otaclass.com. 888-989-6525 or otaclass.com. Tax Defense Network presents Real People, Real IRS Problems, Real Solutions. Am I pleased with the response I got from Tax Defense Network? And the answer to that is yes. They've contacted me every step of the way. they told me how to respond in some cases. I would recommend them to anybody. I was so comfortable, and I'm so appreciative of you and the people that you work for. But I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. You guys just walk the walk, and I like that. Since 1997, Tax Defense Network has seen more than $3.3 billion of tax debt come through our doors and help more than 126,000 people resolve their tax issues. With an A rating from the Better Business Bureau, there is no other company you can trust. For relief from your IRS tax issues, call today, one 800 408 That's 1-800-408-1702. Tax Defense Network's trusted name is only a phone call away. Call 800-408-1702. That's 800-408-1702. Thinking about a career change? How about your dream job on the staff at a local church? At churchstaffing.com, you can find your true calling and a new career with meaning. Churchstaffing.com has listings for hundreds of jobs in churches all across the country. For pastors and worship leaders, secretaries, accountants, facilities and maintenance, graphic designers, IT specialists, and much more. Best of all, it's free. Find the ideal job for you at the perfect place. Visit churchstaffing.com. That's churchstaffing.com. 
If you're tired of crowded classrooms, if you're ready for a school where Christian values are strengthened and not mocked, you're ready for Elfers Christian School. The school is very heartwarming. Being able to know the teachers and the students very well, we are able to communicate on a Christian level to talk about anything. Your child will soar with a Christ-centered education at Elfers Christian School in Newport Ritchie. Call for a campus tour at 727-845-0235, online at elferschristianschool.org. Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. See, if you're going to choose a God, I would submit you want to choose the most powerful. Don't just go along with the crowd. Don't plead ignorance. Look in Jeremiah 32. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. I'm the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart, and at radio.com. Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winter Haven, Auburndale area, check us out on FM 102.1, streaming at letstalkfaith.com. But if only you could see them, you would know from their faces. That All right, going to get right back to it. Uh, I want to go directly to the floor of the Senate. We won't be able to play all of the all of the clothes of Senator Stargell, but let's go ahead and listen in for a few moments uh, that we have remaining. Okay, Senator Stargell from the 22nd, you're recognized to close on the bill. Thank you, Mr. President. And I, too, want to applaud the chamber for the way that we've handled this very difficult subject uh, throughout the committee process. Um, throughout all of it, we've had a very civil discussion on the matter. Um, but I would like to address a couple of things. The first one, and I'm, I'm not a constitutional attorney, so I can't go into it, but I will say this. The right to privacy clause, as Senator Berman just read, that went into the Constitution in 1980, that says every natural person has the right to be let alone and free from governmental intrusion into his private life except as otherwise provided herein. This section shall not be construed to limit the public's right to access to public records and meetings in law. If you think back to what was happening in 1980, the internet was coming into play. We were starting to have Facebook and Twitter and all these things that we're hearing about now. And a lot of the bills that we have to deal with in this process are dealing with where do I have my privacy and where do I not when it comes to the public forum and what comes the right to it, what people can know and not know about my privacy. So I would argue that that was meant for mostly information, but that's not what the court said. And I can, I can that, that was the way they'd handled the situation. But they did say there were deficiencies. We didn't have a judicial bypass process. We didn't have the ability for emergencies, those things. We have fixed those problems that the courts pointed out in NRATW in this bill. So then the courts, so then the, we did come back a few years later, as was stated, and we did the parental notice section of the law. And this is how that parental notice works. You show up to the doctor's office and you're pregnant and you want to have an abortion. So the doctor has to call your mom and dad or dad, call somebody, they have to answer the phone, and that has to be the parent. Now, I'm sure every one of you knows, at least all my doctors, I'm sure know what my voice sounds like when I answer the phone. So we're going to have a certainty that that even has occurred, and if it has occurred, they've actually spoken to the parent and gotten that notice. The parent was receiving that notice. But if they don't reach the parent, they go ahead and do the abortion, 
and then they send a letter in the mail to the last known address that we hope gets to the parent. Well, having been a child in this situation, and I can tell you, and just think back to whatever you've done, how many laws have we talked about in this process on what a child knows when they're looking at the criminal justice system? Senator Brandis has worked, and others have worked. Senator Bracey, do you put children away for life or long-time imprisonment for stupid decisions they made when they were 16, 17 mm. years old because they didn't know? And we have those debates all the time because kids do things that they regret later. Kids do things all the time that they regret later. Kids don't tell their parents things they've done wrong. We used to talk about, when my kids were little, we would talk about going through the book bag, finding notes, because I as a parent wanted to know what was going on in my child's life. Senator Flores told a story of a similar situation, you know, a child, you don't want to tell your parents, I've been there, I know, I did not want to tell my mother that I was pregnant. Probably the hardest conversation I've ever had with anybody in my life. But mm. I'm so glad I did, mm. because when I talked to her, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what I, I knew nothing. I mean, I was 17. I was older. And she said, we've got to have an abortion. Mm. This is going to ruin your life. You're about to go off to college. This is not this is not what you need to be able to. You, you should not be doing. And I thought about it. I talked to the father of our baby and I decided that, no, I did want to have the baby. My mom disagreed at first. Like I said, we had a lot of discussions about it. There's an assumption in many of the debate that the child wants to have the abortion and the parents are going to force her to have a forced pregnancy. And what I'm talking about is a child taking that most difficult conversation and talking with their parents about it and coming to a conclusion and then going forward with what they believe is the best option for that child, taking into consideration the child's desires. And yes, I agree. This is for functional families. But there are a lot of kids in this world who think their parents are going to kill them. There are, and many, I think all of you, most of you in here are parents. I, mean, I didn't want my daughter to have a tattoo. We had a policy in our family, no tattoos. We joked and said, if you've got a tattoo, you're out of the will. My daughter came home with a tattoo. Mm. I found out about it. She's not out of the will. I love my daughter as much today as I've loved her forever. It wasn't my choice. She had, and I disagree with her decision. Parents are not going to put their children out on the streets and kill them and all the other things that are said. But here's a scenario to think about. What if you're a child who has been secretly human trafficked or secretly being abused by the person down the road, sexual abuse, and you get pregnant? You can't tell your parents what's going on. You feel ashamed. All the things and the tactics that these human traffickers use that they're going to kill your family if anyone finds out. And they're going to torture your dog or your brother that these human traffickers used to intimidate and to enslave children. This child gets pregnant. A couple things. There could be lots of things that could go wrong with that. That child goes to a doctor's office and gives a phone number to a doctor who calls potentially the very human trafficker as the parent who says, yeah, I'm the parent. She can have an abortion. She has the abortion. Goes right back into that circle again. Mm. We're going to leave it right there this afternoon. Jose is going to keep this bookmarked. Tomorrow in the 3 o'clock hour, there are several minutes left for this close and the final vote. We're going to be returning to this tomorrow and let you know that it'll be in the 3 o'clock hour. If that's not a good hour for you, you can always catch it on the podcast. I will tell you that the bill passed 27 to 13. It now goes on the Florida House. 
but uh, I hope that um, you were as um, you know drawn in with this very important debate and decision as we were. Well, coming up tomorrow, we'll be looking at Movie Guide. We'll be looking at folks in the family, our interviews. And tonight, we've got a serious storm coming in, so batten down the hatches and uh, hope all will be safe. Until tomorrow, hope you've enjoyed going to the Florida Senate. Until then, at 3, God bless and good night.